0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre sales to select Campus miss events while supplies last, make every tap
1: music to your ears.
2: Carol G., Juan Gabriel, Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart topping canciones, and drama?
5: Yes, living the dream once again here on another fully loaded NFL Sunday. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Harbin and Orenberger, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, one game of the books already as the Vikings hang on. To beat the Saints 28 25, we got nine games kicking off right now. Here we go. We got Browns, Falcons, Commanders, Cowboys, Seahawks, Lions, Titans, Colts, Bears, Giants, Jags, Eagles, Jets, Steelers, Bills, Ravens, and Chargers, Texans. And Rich uh, already one game in the books had that early, early for some people rise to watch uh, the Vikings hang on the Saints. That 61 yard field goal attempt that would have sent it overtime. Had the distance, man, hit the upright, and uh, the Vikings are now three and one. Yeah,
6: our friends on the east coast got to forego the normal Saturday morning cartoons, and when they poured their coffee, were awoken to some Saints Vikings. And for us on the west coast, you had to set your alarm six thirty, wake up to catch that London game. But yeah, survival for the Vikings at the end, just enough offense. To tip that one over in their favor. And Kevin O'Connell, rookie head
5: coach, looking pretty good. All right, so games are kicking off right now. Uh, It's hard to believe that the game of the morning is the Jaguars-Eagles. The Eagles, the last remaining undefeated team in the NFL. The weather is not good in Philly. Uh, We're watching it right now. The Jags, of course, Rich, coming off Back-to-back blowout wins against the Colts and the Chargers, winning those two games by a score of combined score of 62 to 10. <laughs> so they come in with a lot of momentum here but the Eagles uh this is one of the few things I predicted that looks good so far and that was the Eagles to win the NFC East. Well, so, you've
6: always been a just, or uh, excuse me, a Jalen Hurts fan.
5: I've always been a Jalen Hurts fan. I always felt there was a little more gas left in the tank that he could take his game to another level and he's had a an MVP caliber star for this Eagles team. Which one of these two teams do you think is more for real right now? The 2-1 Jags or the 3-0 Eagles? I
6: think it's the Eagles and it's because I trust past experience and uh Jalen Hurts has had some some tough outings and he's he's really found a way to fight back last year keep his team alive and so that that to me he's already been in the pressure cooker he already knows what that's like I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence is going to be a bright star and emerging this season with new head coach Doug Peterson and the work that they've done this offseason clearly he looks like a different quarterback but last year was a redshirt year for Trevor Lawrence. Last year was, hey, out of the frying pan, into the fire for Hurts, and he really shined. And I've been impressed with his leadership. I've been impressed with his incremental growth. Week after week after week, you just see more maturity, better decision-making, and he's truly the field general when the offense is on the field.
5: All right, so that's a great matchup, Jags and Eagles. Another interesting matchup, the Bills and Ravens. The Bills looked so dominant in the first two weeks of the season. They came up short against the Dolphins. The Ravens had a bounce-back victory last week after that devastating loss to the Dolphins. I mean, both these teams' only lost this year is to the Miami Dolphins. Isn't that funny? Yeah,
6: and both of them great, extremely close games. Uh, The Miami Dolphins able to roar back in Baltimore to get the victory against the Ravens the near miss of the Buffalo Bills. We
5: have to... Josh Allen just threw an interception right now on the opening drive by Buffalo so the Ravens get the ball on the interception. And Watch I think it replay. was
6: Humphrey. Let's see. Yeah, he was covering the flat. He had digs and it looked like it looked like Allen was trying to get it to Knox, his tight end, and Humphrey sloughed off his route to Diggs. Really close proximity on those two outbreaking routes and was able to catch the bad ball. It landed right into the into the bread basket there
5: yeah they're down to the six yard line after the interception return so the Ravens an early opportunity to jump on these Buffalo Bills uh you know we've talked a lot about early season quarterbacking oh face
6: mask fell so it'll be half the different (laughs) distance to the goal
5: all right, so the Ravens in great shape right now to take an early lead against the Bills. They're at the four-yard line, uh, first down here. We're less than a minute into that game. You know, I was I was listening to the guys earlier this morning here when they were talking about these two quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and and Josh Allen, and how do you weigh one versus the other. Um and everyone keeps if you're if you're gonna knock Lamar Jackson, it's gonna be his postseason play. There hasn't been a lot of success in the postseason. Josh Allen, of course, was in that riveting shootout with Patrick Mahomes last year no in that epic playoff game, inflated his numbers somewhat. I don't know. If you were to say who is the more dangerous quarterback if you're an opposing defense Who is it? Is it Josh Allen or is it Lamar Jackson? Lamar
6: Jackson by leaps and strides, and it's just because at any moment, anywhere on the field, he can score. Josh Allen I don't feel that way about. Now, does he have a tremendous arm and a better arm and a more accurate passer than Lamar Jackson? Yeah, but it takes two to tango. Lamar Jackson can score from the one-yard line backed up against his own end zone because of how athletic he is, and the Ravens punch it in on a shovel pass to J.K. Dobbins. So after the Humphrey
5: interception, the Ravens turn it into six points. They lead early in Baltimore over the Buffalo Bills. That's a big score early at home for the Ravens. So the Ravens get the first score of the day. Yeah, I, I agree with you when you're trying to figure out how to defense certain quarterbacks. Now, look, at everyone will agree Josh Allen can do more in terms of throwing the football than Lamar Jackson. Not that Lamar Jackson is a total slash because his numbers would defy that. But when you add the element of simply the best running quarterback in the NFL, bar none. Maybe
6: the best running quarterback in the NFL we've ever seen. I mean, this guy is so dynamic. It's not just speed. It's his vision. It's his ability to make people look foolish in open space. Does Josh Allen have wiggle to him? Yeah, absolutely. But his game is about being a bruiser of a running back when he has the ball in his hand. Lamar Jackson is like watching Tyreek Hill out there when he's in the open field.
5: All right, watching the Eagles uh, on their opening drive here against Jacksonville. They had third and short and it looks like they may have come up short of the first down they have. It's fourth down. This Jacksonville defense, I mean, we talk about Trevor Lawrence and how Doug Peterson is trying to get his young quarterback on track, but – it really has been the defense the last couple of weeks that has stood out with Jacksonville. This is the youngest team in the league, and you're young, you're hungry, you're athletic, you got guys flying to the football. That's what we've seen the last couple of weeks. Really
6: quick score update. Dallas takes first blood in their game against the Commanders. They're hosting Washington today 3 nothing after a seven-play opening drive, 40 yards, Cooper Rush able to lead them into field goal range. And it was a Maher 53 year yarder to get them on the board, so 3 nothing lead there. But yeah, to your point about Jacksonville's defense, do they get after the passer or what? Oh my goodness. Every
5: single play, it feels like they have someone in the offensive backfield. Alright, I'm watching now also the Browns have a 3rd and 1 at the Atlanta 2 yard line. The Browns come into this game 2 and 1. Yep. Rich, and, and you know, you're looking at the Browns' schedule and games they have coming up. And without, like, reaching on a game, they could get to the bye week, week nine, quite easily at five and three. They could. I mean, quite easily. I mean, they got some teams coming up that are extremely beatable. All right, they have a fourth and three right now. And instead of going for the field goal, it looks like they're going to go for it. But if they get to five and three... And this is a big assumption. We don't know what kind of uh, quarterback Deshaun Watson's going to be after a two-year layoff. All right, on a fourth and three, they're going for right now. Brissette's got time. He's scrambling. Looking, looking, ranging. Yeah, threw it out the back of the end zone. So this will okay. be a turnover on downs. What? Why? Okay, can, can somebody explain that one? I mean, it's the opening drive of a game. Why don't you just take a quick three there? On a fourth and three? And also it was a fourth well yeah I, it I, wasn't fourth and goal it was fourth no. and 3 they could have gotten a first down at the 1 yard four, line why four, don't you just take the 3 points I'm with you on that situation it's so it's early like the in the Falcons game the Falcons are some kind of offensive dynamo that you're like wow we're in a shootout game against Atlanta Yeah yeah. And, and you're on the road. I don't disagree with that. I
6: think that take the points, especially when you're on the road. Um, yeah, nothing's guaranteed, especially after getting stuffed twice on the run. And we have an interception returned for a touchdown. Jalen Hurts just tossed it to the Jacksonville
5: defense and safety. Cisco took it All the way down the field for six. How about this? The Chargers have a 7-0 lead on the Texans after an interception here, Rich. So they intercepted a pass uh, Adderley. Intercepted the pass. Returned it to the 18-yard line or 25-yard line. Chargers get in the end zone on an 18-yard touchdown pass from Justin Herbert to Gerald Everett. This, of course, is a Chargers team that's been just devastated by injuries. Five Pro Bowlers out in two weeks. And most important, Rashawn Slater's out for the year, your left tackle, with a quarterback that is still nursing. A pretty serious injury it's so bad yeah he's got the
6: rib thing you got Keenan Allen who's struggled with a hamstring all season long it feels like Rashawn Slater out your center your Pro Bowl center is out uh Joey Bosa just got groin surgery he's out and then Guyton also uh tore his ACL one of their second third receiver guys super fast downfield strike guy uh
5: he's out for the season so it's been a rough start Okay, so as you mentioned, Jacksonville gets the early lead there on the pick six. Uh, We're off and running. We're just getting started here. we got a fully loaded nine-game slate going on right now. For all the information you need, the scores, the stats, keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio.
7: Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena.
5: Selena.
3: Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G.
7: La
2: Bichota.
4: This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed.
8: Hurst drops the throw, looking, fires downfield, that ball is tipped, and intercepted. Andre Sisko picks it off after the deflection inside the 40, inside the 30-yard line, along the right sideline, Andre Cisco, he's going to bring it back all the way, that's a pick six, touchdown Jacksonville!
4: Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio.
5: That's WJXL AM 1010 and FM 92.5 Jaguars Radio Network. So the Jags off to an early 7-0 lead over the Philadelphia Eagles. Welcome back. We are Fox Sports Red Zone Radio live from the Rack.com studios.
1: Ready,
4: ready. Now. Now.
8: Hey, let's go, let's go.
4: It's time for the NFL on Fox Focus.
5: Earlier today in London, the Vikings beat the Saints 28-25. And joining us right now, Vikings tight end Irv Smith Jr. is joining us. Irv, first of all, congratulations on the victory today. So what is it like to actually win a game in London? How, How different of a feel is it, Irv?
9: appreciate that, man, it's definitely crazy, um, you know, the fans, they were, they were very loud, you could tell they were, they were very into the game and just had a lot of fun out there and, um, you know, now the game's over and now we got a long trip back to the U.S., but, um, it's, it's awesome leaving here with a, with a win, a great team win, um, and you know just getting getting ready for this next one coming
6: up yeah no question about it 3 and 1 to start the season brand new head coach there in Minnesota Kevin O'Connell how have things ha- have been with KOC at the helm uh as opposed to coach Zimmer
9: uh you know KOC's done an amazing job um just you know when he when he first came in uh just talking about the leadership and you know how how we want to start fast as an offense and how on defense um you know we want to be explosive and you know get after the football in all three phases. I mean and you know we we started in uh back in OTAs in in April and you know now uh you know we're we're in the season four games into the season and you know we are rolling you know and uh, it's a lot of fun um you know going to going to work and going to war every every week with our brothers. Uh, that's all you can ask for.
5: Jefferson and Thielen still putting up big numbers, Irv. but what about you and and this offense? Are are there many changes in the offense from a year ago that might include more of Irv Smith Jr.
9: Oh uh, yeah, this. I mean, our offense has definitely changed um, in terms of uh, our philosophy and, and the things that we're doing. But um, you know, the core, our core guys on offense, uh, most of us. They're all still here. So, you know, um, we put a lot of good things on film and, and built a lot of good relationships together as a team. And, you know, with, with KO calling the plays, I mean, he's getting us all involved. Um, He's dialing it up and, you know, we're three and one.
6: Yeah, no question about it. Lots, and I mean lots, of receivers involved on this one today. Uh, Kirk Cousins find a way to spread the ball around. You know, year over year, this offense compared to last year's offense, how does it feel with Kirk Cousins and and his adjustment to what you guys are doing now offensively with Kevin O'Connell?
9: Yeah, Kirk. He, I mean, he's, a, he's an amazing quarterback. He's a he's a great leader, great player, great competitor. And you know, he's he's been in this offense before with KO, so they've they've had some familiarity and um you know we just I'm I'm so excited about you know this this opportunity that we have as a as a team as an offense um and Kirk leading the way.
5: So that was a wild fourth quarter. Both teams scored points on every single possession in the fourth <laughs> quarter up until that sixty one yard field goal attempt. That thing had the distance, Irv. I mean, that was. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that had the distance. How nervous were you that you were heading to overtime?
9: Yeah, it was definitely nervous. You know, we we put a we put together a good drive um, before, and Greg nailed it. And then uh, they came back. A lot they made a good catch over the middle, and then they set it up nice. I mean, it was it was definitely nerve wracking. I'm not gonna lie, definitely nerve wracking. But thankfully, he missed the kick, and you know, on to the next.
6: Yeah, on to the next, and the next will be the Bears. You guys get to host them away from foggy London town, back in the confines of Minnesota. Hey, Irv, we appreciate the time today. Thanks so much, and congrats on the win.
9: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
5: Irv Smith Jr. right there, uh, tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. So as you mentioned, Rich, they are now three and one on the season. And uh, all of a sudden, the Saints find themselves at 1-3, and three, two teams with new coaches, one a first-time coach, Kevin O'Connell, and, of course, uh, Dennis Allen, uh, another opportunity to be a head coach with the Saints. Saints hurting right now. They didn't have much offense, but, you know, again, that fourth quarter was back and forth, back and forth, field goals, touchdowns. Vikings prevail by a score of 28-25. All right, to update you on what's going on in the games right now, Quick look at the scoreboard. Falcons have an early 3-0 lead over the Browns. These are all first quarter scores. Cowboys 3-0 over the Commanders. Seahawks leading the Lions 7-6. In fact, let's listen to
8: the Seahawks score. Ball at the Lions 17-yard line. Play fake. Geno's going to throw to the end zone. Reaching up. Making a catch. It's Disley. Touchdown,
5: Seahawks. All right, so that's Seahawks Radio Network giving them the 7-0 lead. Detroit answered back. Deep left side. Got Hawkinson
8: inside the 10 to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. There is a flag down right in the area where
5: Hawkinson was locked up with a defender. It'll be against Seattle. That touchdown will count. WXYT FM 97.1 the Ticket Lions Radio Network. We have our first miss extra point of the day wide left. So Seattle hanging on to a 7 to 6 lead. How about that Chargers score.
4: Game lineup. Herbert
8: all kinds of time throws to the end zone. Caught. Touchdown Chargers. Herbert to Everett. 18 yards for the score and they cash
4: in on the turnover.
5: KYSR uh 98-7 Chargers Radio Network. So the Chargers 7-0 lead over the Texans. Give me one more, Sam.
8: Takes the handoff. He's going to roll to his left looking. And he's going to just run. Jones to the 15. Jones to the 10. Jones to the 5. Jones in. Touchdown. Giants. 21 yards. Daniel Jones.
5: All right. So and that is uh WFAN, the Giants Radio Network. So the Giants have the 7-3 lead over the Bears. So we're off and running. And by the way, the Jags, Rich, just got in the end zone again.
6: Yeah, Jamal Agnew all by himself in the right of the end zone. A beautiful throw by Trevor Lawrence gets them on the board. So, yeah, a slightly different story than I think a lot of people were predicting here. 14-0 lead for the Jaguars huh. over the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. 3-0 football
5: team has failed to get on the board yet. How about this? If the Eagles lose this game, has there ever been a season in week four where there's no Undefeated teams left. I mean, I mean, this seems unreal that. If the Eagles were to lose this game at home to the Jaguars, that's it. No undefeated teams? I'm sure in there week four? Has been, but. I can't remember. But I'd I- have to look it up because usually, you know, it's the 50th anniversary of the only perfect season, the Miami Dolphins, their 50th anniversary. And you know how it is a team gets a 7 0, 8 0, 10 0, whatever. And when that team eventually loses, they pop the champagne and what remaining le- members they have left of that team. But. I cannot remember an NFL season where there are no undefeated teams yeah. after four weeks. Yeah, I, I, gosh, yeah. It's going back a little while. It's going back a
6: little while for sure. But how about this Jacksonville Jaguars team? So you have wow. that loss in the opener on the road in Washington, 28-22, and then they beat the Colts. They shut them out, by the way, 24-0. Uh, They go to L.A. and everybody expected the Chargers to get better against the Jags. They got worse. 38-10 thumping. And right now, 14-0 lead on the road in Philadelphia. We said it before, but again, not enough people are talking about this Jacksonville Jaguars defense. They have been just absolutely dynamite. Shutting down the Colts and Matt Ryan and Justin Herbert and the Chargers hurt understandably, but still shutting them down, holding them to 10. And We got Jacksonville on the board. Let's give it a listen.
8: Robinson, the running back, dropping, looking, throws to the right side, that's caught by Jamal Agnew, toward the goal line, touchdown! Jamal Agnew gets it into the end zone and Jacksonville has scored again!
5: WJXL, AM 1010 and FN 92.5 Jaguars Radio Network. What is that
10: undefeated stat, Ryan? So 2014, actually, is the last time the Eagles, Bengals, and Cardinals all started the season 3 and 0, and then that was the furthest they went into the season. So all week right. four is so, the earliest it is. Yeah, that's
6: it. I mean, 2014. And, I, 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 like I said, it feels it's difficult to be 4 0. I mean, it really is difficult to be 4 0, but it's been a little bit, and we very easily could see by week four's end, especially with the lead Jacksonville has right now. Over the Eagles. This uh this gravy chain come to an end for the Eagles.
5: All right, Titans with an early score here
8: against the Colts. Play fake. Looking, throwing man is wide open. Touchdown! Titans! Bobby Trees! That is Robert Woods.
5: <laughs> that is <a> WGFX 104.5 <laughs> Titans Radio Network. So the Titans early 7-0 lead uh, against the Colts. And by the way, the Seattle Seahawks have scored again, this time on a run by Geno Smith. So, how about this for the Seahawks, now leading the Lions 14-6 to in Detroit. Geno Smith is 9-10 passing for 119 yards and a score, and he's run for a touchdown. So, I don't know, is Geno Smith uh, in the MVP conversation, at least for today in the first quarter? <laughs> he's doing a job for the Seahawks. All right, let's find out what is trending right now. Let's bring in Monsi Bolaños, who you <laughs> This is that crazy Sunday here, Monsey. Here it, we are once again.
11: It really is, and so much early scoring, which is always so exciting. But yeah, Geno Smith's stats right now, I would say he's the MVP of the first quarter. <laughs> I think that's a safe thing to say, he's right? He's looking good. He looking is good. looking good. And speaking of looking good, I'm just happy to see that Justin Herbert looks very comfortable out there. I know it's early in the game, but he looks a little bit more comfortable than he did the last game, so it seems like he's feeling better. The Chargers also scored very early in the first quarter. All of these games are coming to the end of the first quarter, but the Chargers are still up on the Texans by that touchdown, 7-0. The Bills managed to get a field goal, so the Ravens are still up, but 7-3. We've got the Jets that are on the scoreboard by a field goal against the Steelers as well. The Jaguars doing well. Yeah, you mentioned it, 14-0 against the Eagles. The Bears and the Giants, a closer score there now that the Bears are on the board, but the Giants are still up 7-6. Titans are also up on the Colts, shutting them out so far, 7-0. And we've also Got the Cowboys beating the Commanders by just a field goal, 3-0, and the Falcons shutting out the Browns, 10-0. Again, all of these are about to end in the first quarter. Something that uh, mentioned that I wanted to mention that JJ Watt tweeted a little bit ago. JJ Watt, this is what he tweeted: I was just I was just told somebody leaked some personal information about me, and it's going to be reported on today. I went into AFIB on Wednesday, had my heart shocked back into rhythm on Thursday, and I'm playing today. That's it.
5: Wow. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I mean, we've been talking a lot about the Tua situation. I don't know. Do you see Jalen Ramsey of the Rams uh, talking about – you know, in a league that seems so caught up in what kind of socks we're wearing, uh, maybe they should be more paying attention to the actual health of the players mm-hmm. on the field instead of finding everybody because their socks are too long. Mm-hmm. So here's a guy that uh, has some kind he of heart, heart situation. Shocked. Yes. Uh, and he's back. out on the field today. So, um, all right, Monty. Well, thank you very much. A very busy day today. Yep. Hey, uh, by the way, getting back to the Chargers for a second here, Rich, Uh, Austin Eckler, who had, what, 20 touchdowns last year, first carry of the game for negative two yards, second carry of the game negative one yard. We're going to talk about this offensive line, the injuries, the Rashawn Slater and the Herbert injury. What's hurting the Chargers right now is they have zero running game. Like, they don't have a running game. They are, like, bottom of the barrel in the league right now running the football. So when you have injuries on your offensive line and you can't generate a running game that puts a bigger target on the back of your quarterback and he's hurt and he's plain yeah. hurt. I want to ask you rich, because obviously with your experience in this league, um, is the NFL doing enough to protect the players? No, of course not. Um, but at the same token, the
6: players aren't doing enough to p- protect the players. Look, th- this is the sport. Look, I hear, l- let's just put this in plain English. Um, gladiators are cheered for and then eventually fed to lions. That's how it happened in ancient Rome, right? And until fans stop filling the Coliseum, they'll keep having gladiators getting cheered for and then continue to be fed to lions. It that It's entertaining, all right? And it's a hyper-violent game. And there's no washing the violence out of football unless we go to flag football, and that becomes the most popular sport. But right now in this country, the NFL... And part of the reason for it is because of the violence is one of the most entertaining spectacles we have rolling right now. So yeah, no, the NFL is not doing enough. For the health of the players and the players aren't doing enough for the health of the players because part of the spectacle is seeing these giant brooding human beings slam into each other at 25, 30 miles an hour and have these collisions along with the acrobatic catches and the the playing hurt, you know, the, the, the warrior worship that happens in this culture. It's it's just a part of it. It's just a part of it. So yeah, this is going to continue on for years to come until the ratings start to dip. And when they dip, everybody is going to have focus group meetings, and they're going to discuss the reasons why the ratings are dipping, and then they'll change things. But right now, this is the best thing rolling on television. They're they're not going to make too many changes because they don't want to upset the apple cart.
5: Uh, by the way, players know what they're signing up for. They have a choice. If you don't like the situation, you can move on to another uh, situation. Uh, by the way, Titans have scored on a Derrick Henry touchdown run. Let's hear it!
8: Gives it to Henry around right end to the fifteen, to the ten, to the five, to the end zone. The <laughs> King, Derrick Henry, touchdown! Titans. They were packed inside so hard, like sardines, and he bounced it outside.
5: Goodbye. All right, that's WGFX one hundred four point five Titans Radio Network. So just like that, the Titans are up fourteen nothing on the road against the Colts. Also, J.K. Dobbins has scored again for the Ravens. Rich, so the Ravens have jumped all over the Buffalo Bills, fourteen to three. Let's get more highlights here, Sam. He is lined up wide to the left. Gino's going to run a quarterback
8: draw, and he's going to walk in touchdown, Seahawks.
5: Seahawks radio network so as you mentioned he's throwing for a touchdown he's run for a touchdown talking about Geno Smith Seattle with the 14-6 lead we got more
8: here's CP Cordero around the left edge at the five stiff arm pushed out of bounds at the one no touchdown they award the
5: touchdown for Patterson all right, that's 92 9, the game Falcons Radio Network. So I don't know. We were sort of, you know, wondering why the Browns were going for it on fourth and three early in the game saying, well, you know, Atlanta's not going to score a lot of points. Well, just like that, it's 10-0 Falcons yeah. at the end of the first quarter. Cordero Patterson may be the most underrated running back in the NFL.
6: Well, yeah, and it's because he hadn't been a running back for a very long time in a the NFL. He's a return guy. And he's being used finally correctly in his career by Arthur Smith and this Atlanta offense. And they've been sneaky good on offense this season. They can generate some scores. Marcus Mariota. He's at least making a case for himself in the second act of his career here in Atlanta that maybe he should be taken seriously as a starter moving forward. Very good, very interesting what's happening in Atlanta. Going to follow that story and see how he finishes out the season, but maybe they're not going to be looking to the draft for a quarterback.
5: All right. I don't want to throw my dear friend Adam Kaplan under the bus, but yesterday Ephraim Salam and I had him on. I asked him specifically about this Eagles-Jaguars game. I was a little surprised to see – that the Eagles were like a six-and-a-half-point favorite. And I'm like, are we underplaying Jacksonville? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Love the Eagles in this matchup. Well, guess what? It's 14 nothing Jags. We just come to the end of the first quarter, and they're driving again. Yep. Um, Doug Peterson, early candidate for coach of the year. I mean, you talk about turning around a franchise. This is a franchise that's had the number one overall pick in back-to-back years. That's how bad they've been. A complete debacle, obviously, with Urban Meyer a year ago. But can a coach make a difference? The biggest thing a coach has to do is change attitude. You can see it in Trevor Lawrence. You can see in this young defense. They are flying all over the field, and they are in total control early in this game against the undefeated Eagles. Yeah, I I really
6: have, I don't think Doug Peterson, talking about not getting enough respect, I don't think Doug Peterson got enough credit for what happened in Philadelphia while he was there. I don't think Doug Peterson gets enough credit for what he does with quarterbacks. Think back to Carson Wentz. Think back to Nick Foles. Uh, now what he's doing, the rejuvenation of Trevor Lawrence, He's an incredible coach, and, and more importantly, in today's NFL, with how important the quarterback position is, he's a great QB whisperer, and we overuse that term. A lot of people get coined that term, but he truly is. He was a career backup in the NFL. He understands the mentality of the quarterback room. He understands how to talk to a quarterback and guide them through things, sort of play armchair therapist, and I'm sure after the Urban Meyer experiment, Lawrence needed some therapy, and he's got him back right.
5: By the way, talking about discombobulated, that's the Bills' offense right now. We've come to the first quarter, end of the first quarter. Ravens leading the Bills 14-3. Josh Allen, Rich, 3 of 9 for 31 yards and a pick. That's a passer rating of 4.6. Goodness. So the Ravens' defense, by the way, Lamar Jackson near perfect, 6-7, 55 yards, and a touchdown. So he has a passer rating of 139, Josh Allen 4.6. The way that game ended, we saw offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey lose his mind when the clock ran out and the uh, Bills weren't able to stop the clock, maybe get into a position to get a field goal against, against Miami. Um, I don't know. Uh, Josh Allen's been so good over the last couple of years. Early on, I get it. I mean, he could be 20 for 20 in his next 20 passes, but at least early on the Ravens defense is doing something to get him off his game.
6: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think in a in, from a certain standpoint, the Buffalo Bills got found out a little bit in that game against the Dolphins. That's a little bit of an answer key. And um, what they did really well is they kept Josh Allen in the pocket. They rushed him like pl- like teams are starting to st- scheme against Patrick Mahomes. Like, let's not let the big man get outside the pocket and improvise. Let's keep him – let's make sure we shut down the run to the best of our ability. But more importantly, when they're passing, keep the Bills quarterback in the pocket. Make him throw from a well. Let's see if he can beat us with his arm from in between the hashes and not on the outside where players are uncom- uh, uncovering. And that's exactly what the Ravens are doing. They're forcing mistakes as a result.
5: Oh! Oh! Had an open receiver, just missed him. Uh, Trevor Lawrence wants that pass back. A little more air might have resulted in another touchdown for the Jags. So we're just starting the second quarter. Jacksonville leading the Eagles 14-0. They are in Eagles territory. Touchdown
10: Jets. Now, this is interesting. Look at this uh, this replay here. Zach Wilson caught the touchdown. Oh, my uh, goodness.
6: Yeah, this is the... Oh wow! Yeah, did they run the Philly special? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> did they go
8: Philly, Philly on us? That's
5: Doug Peterson ball right there. <laughs> yeah.
6: So yeah, Zach Wilson on the uh, the the trick play gets a TD reception in his first from game back from the knee injury.
10: Braxton Berrios on the pass. There you go. Yeah, actually, right, very he's good.
6: Been,
5: he's done that a couple times in the past as well. All right. Well, the Jets, uh, without waiting on the extra point, nine nothing. Penning the extra point on the road against the Steelers. So a number of teens playing well. Well on the road right now. Seahawks up 14 6 in Detroit. Titans up 14 0 in Indy. Jags up 14-0 in Philadelphia. Uh, and now the Jets 9-0 pending the extra point up uh, in Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, let's uh continue on here. A lot of games. We got a lot of scoring. It's early on for all the action you need. Right here. Keep it. It's Fox Sports, Red Zone Radio.
2: You're my favorite icon.
1: Oh, Joseph.
2: Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Thuddle Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever
4: you get your podcasts. Oh! Yes, this is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Woo! Harry Osson Moore to the left, solo right, Garrett Wilson. Zach Wilson takes the shotgun snap. Jet sweep. It's a reverse. It'll be a
8: throw from Barrios to Zach Wilson for the touchdown. Dazzle, dazzle from the Jets. A reverse option pass. Barrios to Wilson. A Jet touchdown. Now, Woo-hoo!
4: back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. Ooh. That was Jets
5: Radio Network. Jets with the early 10-0 lead over the Steelers. Welcome back. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio live from the tire Rack.com
4: studios.
8: Ready, ready. Now. Now. Hey, let's go, let's
4: go. It's time for the NFL on Fox. Focus. Well, coming up later
5: on Fox, the Cardinals on the road against the Panthers, the matchup of two quarterbacks that Cross pass back in their Oklahoma days. A couple of Heisman Trophy winners, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. And joining us right now, Fox sideline reporter, Shannon Spake. Shannon, I feel like uh, I had this conversation with you. Actually, I did yesterday as I was sitting here with Ephraim. We're going to repeat it now, a rich year. Uh, but let's get started. We are now game day here, Shannon. And we do have an interesting matchup of quarterbacks. Both these teams sitting at one and two. Who do you think right now is the most to prove? In their current situation, Baker Mayfield with the Panthers or Kyler Murray with the Cardinals?
0: Yeah, you had to do a lot of prep for this interview, didn't yes, you? Yes, I, know I, I know had, had, had a dress rehearsal,
5: Shannon. Thank
1: you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray, um, certainly. You know, he got paid the big bucks in the offseason. He's been in this system for a while. He's got his receiver, Hollywood Brown, back with him. Um, and and they just haven't produced. So I definitely think it, it is um, Kyler Murray because Baker Mayfield is, is is he's still getting up to speed with this offense. Remember, he missed OTAs, he missed uh, preseason training, um, and yeah, and and he's still kind of learning his way within this offense. So I definitely think it is number one.
6: We lost you there for a second, Shannon Spake, joining us ahead of this Arizona Cardinals-Carolina Panthers matchup. And uh, something new that wasn't discussed, obviously, yesterday when you uh, spoke with my co-host here, Steve Hartman, was the news about J.J. Watt. He just tweeted out about an hour, a little over an hour ago, about an AFib scare, uh, atrial fibrillation, which means that he had an irregular heartbeat that had to be shocked back into regularity. And he's going to suit up and play. Have you been able to catch up with J.J. at all or the medical staff, the trainers? Do you have any further insight?
0: I'm currently waiting on the 10-yard line outside of the you know Cardinals locker room for J.J. to come out and uh, warm up and, and hopefully get some quotes from him. I, I spoke with the team. Uh, you know, They said like, just, just what the report said. He wasn't feeling good on Wednesday. They did a bunch of tests. Um, They had to shock his heart back into that regular heartbeat on Thursday. Uh, Apparently, according to the team, he spoke with several cardiologists who all gave him uh, the green light to get out here and play, the practice on Friday. Uh, So I haven't spoken with Woff directly, but that's kind of the word that we're getting. And obviously that is a a big story, and I think, you know, just so big because of all, you know, what we're covering right now in the NFL with with Chua as well. Um, So we want to make sure that that all these athletes are safe, but according to the team, uh, he has gotten the green light from several cardiologists who uh, have said it's
5: okay. Yeah, well, the Tua situation, Shannon, a lot of talk. Uh, Jalen Ramsey of the Rams said, you know, the league should be less concerned about our socks uh, and more concerned about their health. Is Are you getting a sense with the Cardinals and Panthers that a lot of players are talking about what the NFL is going to do with the Tua situation? Now we have this situation. Uh, are more and more players talking about what the league is doing for the health of the players?
0: Well, listen, I'm down here on the sidelines, and I know whenever there's, and I was not at the the Miami-Buffalo game. I didn't see what what they looked, what he looked like when he came off the field. I thought Just like everybody else, I've listened to all of the feedback from former players who know a lot more about these situations than I do, right, because they've been in those situations. And I think, you know, listening to some of these former players talk about, you know, protecting the athletes from themselves, because, of course, these guys are going to want to be on the field. They're going to want to be playing for their team. And, you know, I cover NASCAR we 've seen head, head injuries and concussions uh, happen more regularly, and guys pulling themselves from the race card. Alex Bowman is out this weekend. Kurt Bush has missed several weeks um, months actually with with, uh, with concussion like sim- symptoms and so I do think you know we are we 've moved very far in in what we are doing in terms of keeping these athletes safe, uh, but there 's still obviously a lot more work to do
6: yeah, no question about that, and also. You know, sort of the impossible object to move is how violent the game is inherently. So injuries will happen and obviously players will want to play through certain injuries. Shannon Spake joining us here. You know, I'm looking at this Baker May- Mayfield season and I'm trying not to be overly critical because he is learning a brand new offense and he got there later yep. in the off season. But it feels like we're getting to a point where we may see a change at quarterback because Matt Rule needs production in order to keep his job. So do you see that happening potentially today or in the very near future?
0: Definitely not today. I don't see it happening today. I'd be very surprised if it did. Well, A, I don't think Sam Darnold is still on IR. And, and if anyone was to, to do that quarterback change, it would be the guy that was in a quarterback competition with him throughout uh, whenever you know Baker arrived in July um, up until the preseason. Um, so no, I, I don't it, it won't happen today. Let's get past today. Let's see how the record starts to unfold um, and not jump to any conclusions. But if it does continue to get the, the losses, um, I think every team would do what it has to do to get a spark. And um, that certainly, in a lot of cases has been making a change at quarterback. So I think that today, we're, let's see how this, you know, Baker told us that he feels like every week he gets better. He said that today he thinks he needs to take a huge jump. So he, he's admitting uh, the struggles that he's had. He sees them on film and um and i think he's actively trying to to do whatever he can do to get this offense going
5: all right shannon we'll enjoy the game out there i promise i will not call you the rest of the week all right that is the end of, uh enjoy the game shannon spake joining us right there our fox sideline reporter for that cardinals panthers matchup all right we have a lot of things going on around the nfl but the good news for you is you are listening to the show that will give you all the information you need this
4: is fox sports red zone radio Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hand off to Eckler. Eckler.
8: Jukes. Gets to the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown. Chargers. Ten yards. Austin Eckler with his first score of the season.
5: Strum that guitar. Hey, can we get another Eckler score? Is that
8: possible?
9: And handoff. There There it is. There's
8: the crease. 15, 10, 5, end zone. Touchdown, Chargers. 20-yard run for number 30. Austin Eckler, second of the
5: day. Whoa. All right, so that's KYSR 98.7 Chargers Radio Network. So uh, remember earlier I mentioned that Austin Eckler had two carries for negative three yards. Now he has two touchdowns as the Chargers have taken a 21 7 lead. It was 21 0, but the Texans have just scored a touchdown. So 21 7, Chargers leading the Texans, nine minutes to go in the first half of that game. Once again, we're broadcasting live from the tirerack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Wow, it has been a very, very busy day around the NFL. Tons of scoring. First couple of weeks, Rich, we mentioned a lot of defense. In fact, uh, yesterday in talking to Adam Kaplan, Our Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider scoring on average year-to-year down five points per game so far. But week four, we've had a bonanza of scoring. Earlier today, of course, the Vikings – Held on to beat the Saints in London 28-25, but uh the Ravens have just added a field goal, extending their lead over the Bills to 20-3. Wow, yeah. what's happening to the Bills? <laughs> uh, they're coming apart. The Giants just scored another touchdown. They're Daniel leading,
6: Jones rushed it in.
5: Yeah, 14-6 over the Bears. We've got the Titans still leading the Colts 70th 17 to 3 so uh, it seems at least for this week rich uh, the offenses are starting to catch up yeah it's
6: starting to click into p- uh, place and I'm as I'm reading Damian Pierce's name who just racked off that 75-yard rushing touchdown for the Texans after the most recent Chargers touchdown uh, to Austin Eckler. So it's been all running backs in that game. You know, we're so used to talking about the passing game. Eckler with two back-to-back consecutive touchdown rushes. Damian Pierce for a 75-yarder in his own right. And if you had him on the bingo board and you, you started him in fantasy, you're looking like a genius right now because I don't think many expected much out of the Texans' backfield today. Although – Let's put it this way. That's an interesting story. You got Lovey Smith, you got these Texans, maybe a down year for that division. I, I'm not saying they have a chance to win this game, but they have a chance to win this game. Okay. You're only trailing by two scores. The Chargers have not looked great this season so far. Um is it possible? Is it conceivable? that Davis Mills and this Texans team has a chance to compete in the AFC South?
5: Well, I don't know. This is a team that put up 40-plus points against the Chargers last year in a critical game for the Chargers. That was the one that really broke the Chargers' back. Um, absolutely. I mean, Davis Mills just flies under the radar doing his thing. Uh, meanwhile, I'm watching the Titans right now already leading the Colts 17-3. to Nine minutes to go in the first half there. The battle of the two best running backs in the league, Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor. So far, no contest. Derrick Henry, 10 carries for 76 yards. I'm a math genius. That's 7.6 yards a carry. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, nine carries for just... Fifteen yards. Where's that Colts offensive line? Yeah. It was like the best offensive line in football, Jonathan Taylor. That offensive line has not played well. Matt Ryan's not playing well. Six of fourteen. He's throwing an interception. So right now the Titans trying to get into the end zone again and they do it. Touchdown
6: Titans. Yeah, it looks like they found their tight end there. And so they extend their lead right now. And now yeah, that's what I was kind of poking at is this idea that the Colts, the Titans, uh, the Jaguars who are supposed to be in a rebuild year, although it looks better than that. Like this division feels like it could go any which way. And look, I'm again, with with a winless Texans team, I, I would I would be way over my skis to think that they have even a chance currently in last place. But it just sort of feels like this is anybody's division. I can't call it because Derrick Henry doesn't look the same as he used to. Uh the the Jacksonville Jaguars, we've been discussing, and the Colts, that offensive line. Hasn't protected Matt Ryan. Has not opened up the lanes that Jonathan Taylor was exploiting on an MVP-looking type of season last year.
5: All right, remember that early 14-0 lead for the Jaguars in Philadelphia? Well, it's evaporating. The Eagles scored to make it 14-7, and let's hear that Eagles score. Back. Hurts looking.
8: Hurts going to dash. He dives, and he is into the end zone. Now the ball comes loose, but he had already crossed the goal line. And it's
5: a touchdown. That is uh, 94 WIP, the Eagles radio network. So 14-7 Jags, and the Eagles now have the ball second and six at the Jaguars' 11-yard line, and we get back to Jalen Hurts and the kind of season he's had early on. He had the interception that set up the Jags' first score of this game, but since then he's played well, and the Eagles are in the end zone. Touchdown, Eagles!
6: Boy, they made that look easy. Yeah, right side run there, just weaving in and out of traffic. Miles Sanders streaks in from about 10 yards out. And with the extra point, this game will be all tied up in the driving rain in Philadelphia.
5: Yeah, uh, right now Jalen Hurts, 9 of 1,314 yards. He does have the one pick. He's also run the ball for 27 yards and a touchdown. Uh, As you mentioned, Miles Sanders gets it in the end zone there. So after the early 14-0 lead for the Jags, uh, we are an extra point away from tying this game up in Philadelphia. Less than four minutes to go in the first half. Give us some more highlights more, here, Sam.
8: More. Brissett shotgun with Hunt on his left hip. Brissett looking up in the pocket. He's going to run, and then he fakes. He runs right. He's got the end zone, and he leaps in. Touchdown, Jacoby Brissett. And the Browns are back in it. It's ten six.
5: Browns Radio Network, they get the extra points after the Falcons get off to the 10-0 lead. It is now 10-7. Falcons leading the Browns, ticking off the final seconds of the first half there. By the way, the Eagles did get the extra point, so that game against the Jags is now tied. Keep it coming, Sam. More, more, more! Play fake. Jones is going to bootleg
8: and roll left. He's going to run it again. Jones to the 5. Jones dives in. Touchdown, Giants! Daniel Jones on a 12-yard run. On the naked boot around the left side. His second rushing touchdown of the game.
5: All right, that's WFAM Giants Radio Network. So Daniel Jones, 5 of 8, 56 yards passing, but four carries, 42 yards on the ground, a couple of scores. It also helps that Saquon Barkley's back and healthy. Nine carries, 77 yards rushing. That's 8.6 yards a pop uh, for uh, Barkley today, and the Giants have that 14-6 lead against the Bears. No slowing up here, Sam.
8: Fence is asking for the ball. He gets it. Steps up. Time. Fade into the corner of the end zone for Dotson. Touchdown! Touchdown, Washington!
5: All right, so there you go. Big 100. Commanders Radio Network trying to get back in this game against the Cowboys. And they have taken a 7-6 lead uh, in this game. And, you know, we talk about these quarterbacks Uh, Cooper Rush, who has played very well for the Cowboys, Rich, uh, and is playing well again today, 7 for 13, 107 yards. Carson Wentz, not much to speak of, but he's not making mistakes. Yeah. As long as he doesn't throw interceptions, 7-11, just 45 yards passing, and the Commanders have a 7-6 lead there.
6: And we got one more highlight, the 75-yarder from the Texans.
8: Mills with the toss to Pierce. Right side has a block across the 30, 35 to the outside, 40, the 50, right sideline, the 40 of the Chargers, the 30, 20, 10, 5, rock and roll, touchdown Houston, 75 yards, Damian Pierce all the way.
5: All right, Texans Radio Network. So with that score, cut it to 21 7. The Chargers have just kicked a field goal. So the Chargers increase uh, increased their lead now 24 to 7, 430 to go in the half. How about Justin Herbert in this game? Twelve of fifteen, hundred and eighty yards, a touchdown, no picks. Uh, and this is what happens receiving core gone. Yep. I, I mean, yep. look at the names. Outside of Mike Williams, you got Gerald Everett out there. you got Joshua Palmer. They're missing a lot of bodies right now. uh, But the Chargers looking good, leading 24-7, four and a half minutes to go in the first half in Houston. All right, let's hear that latest Eagles score. Hurts gives it off to Sanders to the five. Into the
8: touchdown goes Miles Sanders,
5: 10 yards out. 94 WFP, Eagles Radio Network. So after spotting the Jags, the 14-0 lead, that game is tied at 14. Yeah,
6: back to the Chargers for a moment. And you said it right with Herbert's injury and with the fact that he's got this kind of bare-bones crew at receiver. You expected this to be a closer game, but not so fast. This is the reason why we always bring up, like, wow, look how many receivers XYZ quarterback got involved today. He threw to seven different targets, nine different targets. Justin Herbert is that style of quarterback. He gets so many different targets. targets, and weapons involved around this offense, that when one guy goes down, it's a next man up mentality. That's the reason why that's so important. Never know where you're going next with the football. It's the reason why Tom Brady had so much success in his career, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers. I mean, it's the quarterbacks who can find a lot of different options and make stars out of the supporting members of the cast is how you have success. And speaking of which, that's happening in Cleveland, guys. Jacoby Brissett. Is Sneaky having a really solid season so far for the Browns? You look at some of these drives so far against the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, the opening drive, they, they turn it over on Downs. But since then, in the first quarter, 16-play drive resulting in the Jacoby Brissett rushing touchdown. 13-play drive resulting in the field goal. So they knocked this game up 10-10 against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. And they could potentially be a 3-1
5: football team by the day's end. All right, another quick score. The Seahawks have scored again. Noah Fant. Noah Fant. All these Iowa guys getting in the end zone there, Iowa Sam. One-yard uh, touchdown pass from <laughs> Geno Smith, who's having himself a day right now. How about these numbers for Geno? 12 of 1,470 yards. Actually, 169. They're downgrading him. Uh, two touchdowns, no picks. He's also run for a touchdown. Seahawks all over the Lions in Detroit, 24-9. to nine. All right, we got a lot of highlights backing up. We'll continue on. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. One WN.
7: One
2: Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Thurda Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
8: podcasts.
4: This is Fox Red Zone Radio, and we've got the plays that you may have missed.
8: Gino play fake, Gino dumps it off to the flat, touchdown, Noah Fant for the score, wide open, and you don't get any more open than Noah
4: Fant. Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. All right, so that was Seahawks Radio
5: Network. By the way, that was in the back of the line, and amazingly, Iowa stand, because Noah Fant got in the end zone, jumped that to the front of the line to play that highlight. It's all Seahawks right now, 24-9 on the road against the Lions' 2.30 to go in the first half. We've had a lot of scoring
8: today. Hertz gives it off to Sanders. To the 5. In for the touchdown goes Miles Sanders, 10 yards out. All
5: right, so that's 94 WIP, the Eagles radio network. That was the score that tied that game up, 14-all, between the Eagles and the Jaguars. Keep it
8: coming. Tannehill looking, throwing, completing, scoring, scoring. Chig a touchdown, Titans! All right,
5: WGFX 104.5 Titans Radio Network. They are all over the Colts, leading that game by a score of 24 to 10. As we are now two minutes to go in the first half. By the way, I should mention uh these this is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the Tyrack.com studios. Sam doesn't want to stop.
8: Big third down. Snap to Rush. He's going to run out to his right with room. Somebody come help him. Throw in the end zone for Dallas. It. Touchdown, Cowboys.
5: Dallas Cowboys Radio Network 12-7 as they retake the lead over the Washington Commanders, Rich. A lot yeah. of scoring today. Crazy. Tons. Offenses are
6: finally gelling, and this is that time of the year, right? You know, look. Defense always comes first. We always see defensives flying around. It's a lot of read and react, and so you'll see some offensive su- suppression. By the way, we just got another score in this Philadelphia Eagles game. They'll jump up to 20-14 to over the Jacksonville Jaguars after uh, Gamewell was able to catch an angle, right o- angle route over the middle from Jalen Hurts puts the Eagles up here at home. <laughs> so
5: Kenneth Gamewell – Earlier, I mentioned Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio insider. I doubted his uh, Eagles will dominate this game. I said that one so I, I am the kiss of death. I, <laughs> you are. I can literally <laughs> turn the fortunes of any team around instantly. By the way, after that hot start for Jacksonville, suddenly their offense has been extinguished. Trevor Lawrence is just 5 of 11 for 75 yards. They have no running game right now, just 37 yards on the ground. So the Jaguars, with 26 seconds to go in the first half, Rich, have a total of 101 yards total offense.
6: And that 20-14 to lead is going to stay right there because Jake Elliott missed the extra point. So it is Eagles 20, Jaguars 14 in that one. Yeah, a lot of scoring. Again, Offenses take time to gel. you got a lot of new faces up front on the offensive line, a tight end maybe, new receivers in the room, chemistry with the quarterback. It's just a million and one things that have to coalesce to become a great offense. Some click sooner, others take a while. By week four, week five, week six, we should start to see the offenses roll in.
5: By the way, Stephon Diggs just dropped a pass. Uh, this Bills, You're speaking of offense, one offense that is not finding their way today and the weather is terrible in Baltimore the Buffalo Bills uh, are doing nothing right now. We have 20 seconds to go in the half. They got the ball in the red zone, trying to get in the end zone. They are down inside, right at the five-yard line, 13 seconds left. The Ravens lead this game 20-3. to Josh Allen, before that pass, 9 of 20 for 91 yards and a pick. Uh, And just 34 yards rushing in this game for that Buffalo Bills offense. So, like you said, so much was made at the end of that Bills loss to the Dolphins a week ago. What was overlooked was they didn't score a lot of points. No, they didn't. And this is a Bills team that felt
6: like in the first two games of the season wouldn't be stopped. And now they're looking really mortal. Um, Yeah, to your point, though. Got a fresh set of downs after the pass to Knox. So inside the five-yard line, knocking on the door here against the Baltimore Ravens. And they're
5: in the end zone. Touchdown, walk-in. Buffalo. So a huge score for the Bills right before the half.
6: Yeah, literally nine seconds left in the half. He finds Isaiah McKenzie in the flat. And that was, like I said, a walk-in touchdown for the Bills. So that makes it a ball game, folks. You know, they're within a score here uh against baltimore but it really well yeah eh, they're not within a score they got nine <laughs> yeah
5: they have nine a couple of scores here uh we'll get the extra point attempt nothing's a sure thing right now because the weather around the country we're seeing a lot of rain in games of weather. today uh let's go to that philly latest score
8: hurts this time gives it the game well up the middle He he's not for a
5: touchdown oh straight ahead Cainwell with one sidestep at the five, and then a glide to the end zone. All right, that was 94 WIP Eagles Radio Network. The extra point was missed. They are now at halftime, and the Eagles, down 14-0 early, have taken a 20-14 lead over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Of course, the Eagles, the only undefeated team left. Uh, in the NFL.
6: Uh, Bills do tack on the extra points. So, again, Ravens hosting Buffalo 20-10 to 10 lead and a crucial touchdown scored there by the Bills' offense as they will head into the tunnel after the ensuing kickoff for intermission, circle the wagons, and try to figure out a better offensive uh, plan for the
5: second half. Uh, one game we haven't talked a lot about, Giants are leading the Bears 14-9 now a minute to go in the first half. These two teams both come in two and one. You feel like they're the two ugliest two and one teams in the league, (laughs) but there are no style points in the NFL wins. A win, a loss is a loss. Uh, Can you call any legitimacy to either one of these teams? Uh, New York New coaches. N- New York, I kind
6: of squint and I see a bright future. Look, Daniel Jones. I tweeted about this after their uh, their primetime visit there and their victory over the, uh, or excuse me, their loss to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than people think. Um, he, he obviously is a capable rusher and he did a lot of that against Dallas. Um, I think he can make big time throws. I think he is ill protected and has been his entire career. I think his receivers drop a lot of passes. We saw that in prime time. I, I, I feel like with a, a consistent, steady voice, like Brian Dable at the head of this organization and with help, if they can bring in some talented receivers, This Giants offense is going to look a lot better than it has. And also, a healthy Saquon Barkley doesn't hurt.
5: All right, uh, the Lions trying to get back in their game, down 24-9 at home to the Seahawks, and they have a first and goal at the one-yard line. So the Lions trying to get back in this game. They run the ball, and Uh, no signal from the officials. So uh, it's going to be second and goal uh, inside the one-yard line right now. Uh, Let's hear the Bills' uh, rare highlight. Josh takes a
8: shotgun snap, back to throw, fires this one, is caught at the three-yard line, into the end zone, touchdown, Isaiah McKenzie. A four-yard touchdown catch from Josh Allen. The Bills hit the end zone with nine seconds left in the first half. All
5: right, that's uh, WGR 550. The Bills Radio Network A badly needed score for the Bills to get back in that game against the Ravens, who still lead this game 20-10. to Final seconds going off in the first half in that game. Um, going to be some interesting halftime talks. Yeah,
6: no question about it. And Detroit... Lining up for their second and goal play from the one yard line here once again, looking to get this one in so they can make this a two score game against the Seahawks in Detroit. Jared Goff rolling out makes me nervous. Yeah, oh, overthrew his receiver in the back right corner. Anytime of I see zone. Jared
5: Goff running, it doesn't really <laughs> register with me. I mean, the guy can make some great throws. Let's let's be clear. I mean, Goff can throw the football, but. Running around is not his uh, forte.
6: This is now an 11-play drive for the Detroit Lions, who underrated throughout the course of this season, even though a 1-2 season for the Lions. They've kept it close in all the games they've played, and we said a lot of that last year. It's a prideful group. They're not going to let any team really run away from them. Um, obviously, a near miss with the Eagles week one, a 36-27 loss to the Commanders week two. But, I mean, a nail-biter in the loss against the Vikings on the road in Minnesota, 28-24, ending to that game. I don't think they got in again. Third and goal. Did they try to rush it up the middle and miss? They are short again. Wow. All right, so Seattle's defense The Lions fans are angry.
8: Get the ball in the end zone. Two seconds left in the half. Push they call them. Of time Bodies time around. Holy
5: cow! All right, see, uh, Seahawks the defense. Wire. All right, let's find out what's trending right now. Perfect time to bring Monty back. Because she will get us updated on everything going on around the NFL.
11: Oh yeah, so much scoring! Wow. So I don't even know which screen to look at. There's <laughs> I mean, something's happening in each of the games. We're watching
5: the Lions see if they can get that half a yard to get back in this game against the Seahawks. I was
11: watching to see if the Chargers would get a touchdown before halftime. They didn't get it. They settled for a field goal. So the Chargers are up 27 to seven on the Texans. Justin Herbert has thrown for 234 yards and a touchdown in the first half. I'm telling you, he looks comfortable, which is a good sign. Most of these games are at halftime or approaching halftime. So the Ravens still beating the Bills, but the Bills were able to get a touchdown right before halftime, so they've cut their lead to just 10, and the Ravens are up 20 to 10. The Jets up on the Steelers 10 to 3. They're about to head into halftime. Zach Wilson is back. He even caught a touchdown. He's thrown for 91 yards. Exciting. The Eagles are beating the Jaguars 20 to 14. We've also got the Giants beating the Bears 14-9. They're about to head into halftime there. The Titans are up on the Colts 24-10. Matt Ryan has thrown for 170 yards and a touchdown for the Colts. Matt Ryan seems to be having a pretty good season, if you ask me. And we also got the Seahawks and the Lions going at it. Seahawks up 24-9. But Geno Smith, still the MVP of the first half. Let's give it to him. 170 yards, two touchdowns, Ooh. even a rushing touchdown. I mean, come on. Aye. The Cowboys up on the Commanders, 12-7, to and the only game that has started officially the third quarter is a tie game between the Browns and the Falcons, tied at 10 apiece. Whew, a lot going on. Let me catch you up on some injuries real quick. Giants have ruled out safety Julian Love with a concussion. We'll see how we approach concussions from this point on, but they have ruled him out. Cornerback Aaron Robinson for the Giants has a knee injury. He will not return to the game either. Earlier today, the Vikings and the Saints went at it in London and the Vikings managed to outlast the Saints 28 to 25. Kevin O'Connell says that Louis Seen got has a lower leg fracture. He's going to be having surgery in London. The medical team will stay with him until he's ready to make his transition back to Minnesota. So unfortunate for Lewis Seen. Just a rookie. Back to you guys.
5: (laughs) All right, Monsey. thank you very uh, very much. The Lions did score the touchdown, then promptly missed the extra point. So, uh, Jamal Williams, a one-yard run. We're at the half there, and the Seahawks still lead the Lions by a score of 24 Two fifteen. 15 um, You know, you look at it, all these games now as we're at halftime. Actually, we got games already into the third quarter right now. Browns-Falcons already starting the second half of their game. Uh, by the way, also, uh, Zach Wilson just threw an interception for the Jets. What's significant about that is he had not thrown an interception in his last 172 attempts. Yeah. Uh, So a young quarterback out of BYU, not much of a day today, 6 of 16, 91 yards, has the interception, Jets leading the Steelers by a score of 10-3. to
6: Yeah, you know, um, a better game than I think anybody expected for the Jets here, breaking in the quarterback who's had, you know, kind of a troubled start to his season here. But um, at some point, you got to find out if this kid can play, you know, whether it's through injury or otherwise, whatever it is that's hampering his ability to see the field or to be um, the leader of this offense. I mean, you're spending money uh, and time is ticking. And so you got to figure out if this window while he's being paid rookie scale on his rookie deal is is worthy of building around or moving off and and so you got to have him out there making plays or playing period because if he's not going to be the future of this franchise you need to know that this year
5: you know the browns right now they had even up the game right before the half uh, second half just underway browns have the ball 10-10 right now on the road against the falcons Jacoby Brissett in this game is thirteen of nineteen for one hundred and seventy-one yards, no picks, no touchdowns. Nick Chubb has run for sixty-six yards. We mentioned well, the no passing touchdowns. He rushed one in. He did rush one in. But um, you look at their schedule right now, and after this game against Atlanta, they get the Chargers at home. They get the Patriots at home. And as I mentioned, when you look at the next few weeks leading up to their bye. They could conceivably be 5-3. and Now, beating Atlanta would be a must today. But what happens if they're continuing to play good football and Jacoby Brissett is playing good football? Do you just drop everything and throw Deshaun Watson back in? Do you ease him back into the lineup? How exactly do you handle bringing Deshaun Watson back knowing he hasn't played in almost two years? What's crazy is...
6: I'm not completely unconvinced that there isn't
5: more than one
6: loss between the Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, and Bengals. Like, I, look, I I know the Browns are waiting for Watson, and I understand that Jacoby Brissett is being used as a bridge quarterback. But I I've said this in the off season. I've said this for years now. I think he's actually a really good quarterback. Now, is he great? Is he tier one like an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson? No. But is he like a tier two Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, um, even throw Dak Prescott in that tier two? Yeah, I could see him being that type of quarterback. Absolutely. And he's proving it. Look, he understands this offense. He's very smart, very capable. He doesn't have the biggest arm in the league. He's not going to put the gaudy stats that Lamar Jackson does rushing or the gaudy stats that Aaron Rodgers does passing. But he is going to lead a football team. He's going to manage most games. He's going to flash in some. He's going to make mistakes sometimes too. But overall, I think Brissett's kind of steady Eddie at the quarterback position, and they're having a really good season because this is a really good roster.
5: Titans leading the uh, Colts at the half 24 to 10. It's not been a great day for the Colts. Matt Ryan after a really slow start picked up some steam late on. Later on so uh, 12 of 270 yards a touchdown and a pick. They're getting no running right now. Jonathan Taylor just 11 carries for 19. 15 yards. Meanwhile, for Tennessee, Tannehill's been great. 12 of 15, 103 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. And Derrick Henry has looked like Derrick Henry, and he hasn't looked like this all season long. 14 carries, 99 yards of the half, and one score. All right, let's hear the latest Browns score. Oh, I'm sorry, Lions score. Fourth down, less than a yard. Williams, tail of the eye.
8: Williams gets it. Williams dives in, he scores.
5: All right, it took a while, fourth and goal, but they finally got it done. That's WXYT-FM 97-1, the ticket. Lions Radio Network, you mentioned that they missed the extra point, so the Seahawks leading at Detroit by a score of 24-15. to But, yeah, looking at Tennessee and Indianapolis and the whole Colts situation with Matt Ryan, Uh, Frank Reich obviously has just had this literally one-year quarterbacks, one after another, ever since the retirement of Andrew Luck. This is what this team has had, is a new starting quarterback every single year. Do you still think that they can survive with Matt Ryan at quarterback?
6: What's so bizarre with the Colts is they are, I mean, fundamentally different in every way from the way they looked just a year ago. I mean, they are not running the ball particularly well. That's something they did an amazing job of last year. Obviously, we talked about it. Jonathan Taylor was being considered an MVP in this league all the way up through the end of the season. Um, you would assume, after moving on from Carson Wentz, who appeared to be the biggest problem offensively for the Colts, that there would be an uh, an uh, immediate and dramatic improvement with Matt Ryan at the helm of this offense, and they haven't protected him particularly well. They haven't opened up rush lanes for Jonathan Taylor this year. They just look fundamentally different. Their defense, who I think, you know, arguably one of the better defenses in the league last year, high expectations this year, got healthier in recent weeks. They've just looked average. I, I, I mean, so the parts of the team that you were so impressed with a year ago have really looked average this season, and Matt Ryan just doesn't look comfortable running this offense.
5: All right. Uh, we have a little break with the halftime here. I want to get to a game I've been meaning to ask you about. Later on today, we had Shannon Spake talking about the Cardinals, Panthers, Patriots at the Packers. The Patriots are the biggest underdog on the board. I don't know many games that Belichick has gone into a game as a a nine-and-a-half-point underdog, but they are big dogs. They're sitting at one and two right now on the road against Green Bay. Uh, Mac Jones is out. Uh, Are are we looking at the inevitable crash season that every team has? All the greats have one of these. Could this be a 5-12? and 12? Could this be a 6-11 and 11 season for Belichick and the New England Patriots? Nothing's
6: off the table. They're off to a really bad start, and you want to talk about uncharacteristic play. How about three turnovers in the second half for this Patriots offense? I mean, that's just not what you're used to seeing, and you sort of felt it, right? First half, you're watching the Ravens have some success, the Patriots are hanging in there, and then you're just assuming, because the defense wasn't giving up too much, you're like, well, you know, certainly at some point the Ravens will make a mistake, the pay- Patriots will capitalize on it, will it's going to be like a, a two-point win here in Foxborough, and Absolutely not. You know, I mean, Mac Jones, you can't even use the excuse that he got hurt in the game. He got hurt on his last throw on the last drive from the Patriots. The game was already over. So, yeah, this there's nothing off the table. This could be one of those seasons where you say, wow, how about Bill Belichick, the coaching job he did losing his starting quarterback at the end of the season? We say, hey, being able to muster 9-10 wins and maybe get even a sniff at the postseason, good on him. Or it could be one of those, like you said, disastrous five and twelve seasons. Disastrous. I mean, dare I say, you know, four and thirteen seasons for the Patriots, and looking forward to the spring to get better in the draft.
5: Yeah, uh, they got the, the schedule's favorable over the next couple of weeks after this game at Green Bay. You get the Lions at home, at the Browns, Bears at home, at the Jets, Colts at home, Jets at home. They better win some of those games because I can tell you the back end of their schedule is ugly. All right, we continue on. We got a lot of games now. Getting into the second half, nine games going on right now. We already have one in the books with the Vikings win over the Saints, twenty-eight to twenty-five. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio.
7: Steve. Juan Gabriel. Juanes. Selena.
5: Selena.
7: Celia Cruz.
3: Azucar. Harold G.
2: La Bichota.
5: Harmon, Rich Hornberger here, Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Ryan, what happened? What happened? What's going a on here? Pick six,
10: yeah. That is a pick six for the Seahawks. Wow. So the Seahawks, leading
5: at the half on the road against Detroit, have scored again. So it's been quite a day for the Seattle Seahawks, a team that, once again, I uh, predicted something that has not happened. Uh, That is that the Seahawks are basically tanking the season to put themselves in a position to get one of the uh, top quarterbacks in the upcoming draft. Instead, Geno Smith is playing uh, unbelievable. In fact, his passer rating is near perfect today at 156.8. The highest you can have is 158.3. And the Seahawks are leading the Lions by a score of 31-15. to By the way, Geno Smith has thrown for 170 yards and two scores. He's also rushed for 40 yards and one score.
6: How about this? I mean, how, the, so the the Lions punch one in to make this a ball game. Twenty four fifteen at half. They, they it looked like the Seahawks were going to hold on a four uh, on a on a, a goal line stand, and the Lions eventually topple over the goal line and make it a 24 or twenty four fifteen ball game with the Seahawks leading. Opening play from scrimmage after the touchback. Jared Goff looking to throw to his tight end, Hawkinson, over the middle is intercepted by Tyreek Wollen. He goes 40 yards in the score, and this game has been blown wide open. So just get used to seeing the Seahawks run the football in this second half, try to preserve this lead.
5: All right, Bears are on the move right now. They're at the Giants' 14-yard line. They have a third and six. Giants lead this game by a score of 13-9. to Justin Fields, I, I still believe Justin Fields can be an outstanding quarterback. Here's the problem again with Fields. He's 7-14 in this game, 158 yards, no interceptions, but he's been sacked five times. Yeah, And this has been a problem for Justin Fields. He's hanging on the ball too long. He's taking too many sacks. you got to make quick decisions as a quarterback in the NFL. It's not just the offensive line. A lot of these sack totals can be deceiving, and with Justin Fields, I've seen it. He hangs on the ball too long trying to make plays when sometimes just getting rid of the ball is the best play.
6: He he has no idea what he's doing. I mean, it's very clear to me he doesn't understand offensively where to go with the football, and Look, I I'm not I'm not going to say it's a perfect perfect situation for Justin Fields. He inherited a complete mess in Chicago. They switch head coaches and they hire new offensive coordinators. So you got to learn a new playbook, new language.
5: Field goal, but, they settle for a field goal. So it's now 14-12 Giants leading the Bears.
6: Yeah, but you're right. I he holds on to the football. He's a one read and run quarterback. If, you know, whoever it is, the receiver that they're spotlighting on a certain play, the tight end, the running back isn't there, he tries to extend the play or he starts to get happy feet in the pocket because he doesn't know how to read his progressions yet. And it's going to be this way the entire season because there's no learning in midseason. You you just gotta it's game week, game week, game week, game week. You get eventually a bye week but it's not going to get much better for Chicago fans. I can promise you that.
5: Alright, opening drive of the second half. Bills have been dominated by the Ravens but they have the ball inside the 30-yard line of Baltimore. 20-10 to 10, Ravens leading the Bills. And a center snap to is Oof. dropped. Yeah, it was a low snap to Josh Allen,
1: but he, he almost got up, the
6: first down. And he rushes it within one yard of the yard to gain. So right, that's what, do bring do up fourth what do and you do here? What do you do?
5: All right, so third quarter, eleven minutes, uh, four minutes into the second half. It's fourth and one. Do you kick the field goal or do you go for it? Looks like they're going to go for it on fourth and one. Uh, Josh Allen's had a rough day today, throwing for just 105 yards. He's thrown a pick, but they're going to go for it here. I like it. Look, ball's on the Baltimore 25. I mean, this is basically a touchback territory, so let's see if you can get one yard. And they're going to pass the ball on fourth down, and Josh Allen runs for the first down. That's easy. Yeah, they booted out to the left side. Allen looking
6: for his back, well covered by the Baltimore Ravens. He made a man miss, and he was able to scoot for about a four-yard gain there. I mean, just look at this athleticism. Remember, it's raining. He turned and opened his shoulders all the way because he's ranging to his non-throwing side and was still able to make a D-back miss and get the first down. Incredible job by Allen in an individual effort to extend this drive. All right, let's uh, hear that
5: latest Seahawks score. Goff has all kinds of time.
8: He's going to throw It's picked off. Coming the other way is Neal. Down to the 20. The 10. Cuts back inside. Touchdown, Seahawks, it's Woolen. Tariq Woolen makes the interception return for the touchdown. Seahawks radio network.
5: So just like that, the Seahawks up their lead, 31-15 on the road against Detroit. Is that Stephon Diggs bobbling the ball again? No. That's that, Gabe Davis. This time's Gabe Davis. Oh, the Gabe, yeah. the, uh, so a lot of the uh, – I'll tell you what, Josh Allen is not getting help from his receivers. Again, it's raining uh, in Baltimore, but we have seen a lot of these receivers – Drops. Dropping the ball, ball slipping right through their hands. So, second and 10 right now, as the uh, Bills trying to get back in this game, down 20 to 10 on the road against the Ravens. And didn't, the even, ball away. Yeah, didn't even give his tight end
6: Knox a chance there, threw that one well out of bounds right before he took a hit. So, that brings up third and 10 for this Buffalo offense after getting the fourth and one and extending the drive. Or was that the – no, that was 3rd and 10.
5: All right, so, no, it's 3rd and 10 coming up right now. 3rd and 10 coming up. Uh, The Chargers, uh, Justin Herbert, what a day. 17-25, 236 yards, a touchdown, no picks. uh, As the Chargers continue to lead this uh, game on the road against the Texans, they're on the move again 10 minutes ago in the third quarter. This was a really impressive bounce back for the Chargers after getting humiliated last week by Jacksonville.
6: Needed the win. It was a good spot for the Chargers to get one. And the ball goes incomplete from the Baltimore Ravens 21. Ravens able to hold, again, leading the Bills by 10 here in the third quarter. And, yeah, you can see this ball this, bat, this pass rush is doing a good job keeping Allen in the pocket and getting their hands in the passing lane. He's got nowhere to go with the football because he's got to th- see through all this traffic, and so they'll bring out the kicker for the 39-yard attempt here.
5: Yeah, Chargers up 27-7. to They're looking good. And meanwhile, we're watching the, the Eagles and the Jaguars, and the Eagles have the ball back again. They were down 14-0 early in this game against Jacksonville, Scored the last twenty points of the first half, so twenty to fourteen, uh, Philadelphia leading Jacksonville, and they have the ball right now. Ten and a half minutes to go. Uh, it looks like Devonte Smith, yes, is coming off the field right now, limping off the field for the Eagles. You know the addition of AJ Brown. With Devontae Smith, boy, has that changed that Eagles passing attack. Oh,
6: yeah, no doubt about it. By the way, the field goal was good. Tyler Bass, good from 39, 20-13 to 13 lead, Ravens over Bills.
5: All right, we got a lot of NFL action coming up. Second half action. Keep it right here. You're listening to Fox Sports Red Zone Radio.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Branson motions to the left, now back to the right side.
1: Ryan ranks the pass,
8: close left side into the end zone, walking in, touchdown. Mo Ali cuts his second touchdown today. It's all tied into the red zone for the Colts. It's 24-16. That's the Colts
5: radio network right there. So the Colts getting back in this game against the Titans now 24-17 Titans leading with six and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Once again, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, TireRack.com, we're going to help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's been an electric day today in the National Football League, and it's about that time as we head in the second half of all these games. By the way, the Browns have kicked a field goal, Rich, have taken the lead. They were down 10-0 early to the Falcons. Now the Browns lead this game 13-10. That game is actually the furthest along of the nine games going on right now, three minutes to go uh, in the third quarter. But it becomes a guessing game, and we've never been right, at least uh, so far this season season games that we think are in the bank suddenly are not. And then games that we're like, all right, let's watch this game. This we could go overtime and something happens and it goes the other way. So this league is so unpredictable. You feel like you got to read on how a game is going, but momentum shifts instantly.
6: Yeah, momentum shifts instantly and sometimes it can come by the way of an off the bench player getting some action. Speaking of which, Mitchell Trubisky's been benched in Pittsburgh. Uh Kenny Pickett Uh, His last drive, or I should say, the last drive offensively for the Pittsburgh Steelers, saw the rookie quarterback, the
5: 20th overall pick of this year's draft, getting some action. First pass intercepted. Yeah, so that's how Kenny Pickett got it started. First pass as he replaced Turbisky, intercepted. The Jets have the ball, leading the Steelers by a score of 10 to six. I think we all felt like, based on Pickett's preseason that he was going to get an opportunity. If the offense was not moving with Trubisky, Trubisky not doing much of anything today. Uh, Najee Harris is a very good running back. I mean, I don't know why he's not getting more carries. Uh, But again, when you look at in a preseason, people all get hyped up. The local kid picket out of Pittsburgh. Hey, well, let's see this guy. Regular season football is not preseason football. It is not. It is
6: absolutely not. And, um, I don't know, let's put it this way. I I think that I think that Kenny Pickett or any rookie um you you need to give them time. You know, the the same way we're talking about Justin Fields this season, a little bit differently than last year, because you realize the situation he's walking into the door with, and you got to, you got to treat a rookie like a rookie. He doesn't know what he doesn't know, but as the years tick by, as the games tick by, they, they gather veteran experience and you, the expectations continue to raise, especially when you're taken at the top of the draft in the first round, you're expected to be a franchise playing or, or changing quarterback Again, same thing with Trevor Lawrence. This year looks a lot different than last year. You'll give him last year, but you got to start
5: seeing strides in the
6: right direction this
5: year. Yeah, you can look it up. Most of the quarterbacks that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame were awful as rookies. Yes, awful as rookies. I saw I saw John Elway as a rookie, awful. Troy Aikman as a rookie, awful. Oh, Uh, uh, Peyton Manning. Manning was terrible. Six touch, twenty-six picks as a rookie, not good. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, you do have to give them time. Dallas has added a field goal, so they've increased their lead over the Commanders to 15-7. to seven. Uh, And, again, we're watching uh, Jacksonville right now get the ball back. Their offense, after a really hot start, went haywire, but now they're back in position, and Trevor Lawrence just threw a pick. Again, right on cue. That was not a good pass by Trevor Lawrence. Off his back foot in the rain, force the ball into coverage, and he throws the pick. Yeah. That's a young quarterback mistake. Watch this pass right here. This is one that should not be off his back foot, underthrown, easy interception. Yikes.
6: Yeah. Yeah, look, you know. And the, you're in the red zone. It's growing pains. and And this is what you're going to see. Again, first-year players in general stink. It's difficult to be a rookie. You're making a lot of changes. You know, going acclimated to the game speed in the NFL is one of the biggest changes. Everybody is moving at hyper speed. Instead of reading, reading jersey numbers, you're just trying to keep up with the blurs that keep passing by your vision on the field. And then finally, you get used to the speed and the game slows down for you and you can actually see what's happening and you can predict what's going to happen. That's the most important thing is you see defenses as an as a quarterback. And if you see them enough, all of a sudden, because of your ability to predict where the players are supposed to be given the, the coverage – it, it, it slows the game down for you. He just hasn't had enough time at this game speed yet. It's early in his second season. New offense, new everything. We'll see how it progresses. Same thing for Zach Wilson. Same thing for Justin Fields. Some are further ahead than others, but we're going to see how this season progresses for these first rounders from a year ago. All
5: right, I didn't see this happening, but the Colts are back at it, Rich. Uh, they were down 24-10 to at the half to the Titans. Titans totally dominating that first half. But the Colts have come back, cut it to 24-17. They have the ball once again. And after a slow start, Matt Ryan is beginning to heat up. He's 16-25, 231 yards, two touchdowns. By the way, I see the Lions. Jamal Williams just got in the end zone again, and they're going to go for two, and Goff gets smothered. Wow. So 31-21, Seahawks still leading in Detroit over the Lions. Uh, But, yeah, this Colts team with a guy like Matt Ryan, a veteran, that's one thing about being a veteran quarterback like Matt Ryan. Been there, done that, seen that, seen that. If he has a bad run, if things aren't going well, he's not going to really blink. Yeah. I mean, he knows that, okay, nothing's going right now. Eventually things will go right. Uh, And so the Colts moving right now trying to get back and even up this game against the Titans.
6: By the way, uh, so – obviously with the first play of his NFL career and interception by Kenny Pickett, uh, the Steelers get the ball back after the, after the interception with an interception of their own. So, uh, Steelers right now with this next drive, uh, down low in the red zone against the Jets.
5: Hold on, Pickett completed in. a pass. So the first pass was intercepted. He now has his first completed pass, two yards. All right, all right. All Save, right. That's so progress. he's averaging two yards per completion. Uh, all right, so after the interception by the Eagles, the Eagles take over right now. Four minutes to go in the third quarter. Philadelphia leading this game 20-14. to 14. By the way, Zach Wilson... Uh, as I had mentioned, had gone 172 consecutive passes without an interception. Now it's Pittsburgh knocking on the door. They got the third and goal. Pickett tries to sneak it in and he gets stood up, but oh, with the second push, they're not signaling touch. Now they are. There you go. Kenny Pickett has got a touchdown on his resume. There you go. How about that? You Listen. don't have to have big hands, right, to hold on to the ball and get into the end zone. Well, well,
6: scouts would argue that's an important, um, yeah, that's an important aspect, well, especially of the quarterback in bad re- weather. Yeah, recruitment process. But yeah, it was a what a second and goal play here. Look at from he got the one stood up line. and he says, "I will not be denied." Yeah, yeah, really nice job fighting for the inches needed to push that one over the edge. Pittsburgh now leads twelve to
5: ten. All right, let's hear the Lions getting in the end zone. Takes the snap, gives, bears
8: the running play, straight up the gut. That's Jamal Williams. There he goes, right sideline, 30, 20, foot race, 10, 5, end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions. Jamal Williams to the house, 51 yards. That is WXYT
5: FM 97.1, the ticket Lions Radio Network. Now, I mentioned that they were not successful on the two-point conversion, but apparently they got a second opportunity on this two-point conversion. I'm not sure why, and this time it was good. So we now have a one-score game here. Seattle leading Detroit by a score of 31-23. So we must have missed an. A penalty or something on that original two point conversion because we saw Goff get swamped on that play. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they do get a two point conversion. That See was after happened. a 51 yard touchdown run by Jamal Williams. He is definitely having himself a day today. Jamal Williams, 16 carries, 104 yards, and two touchdowns. So we got a game there. Yep. We it looked like do. this game was uh, after that pick six to start the second half. The Lions are right back in it.
6: Yeah, you know, and that's the one thing about Dan Campbell and the type of coach he is and the type of culture that they've created in Detroit. I don't see a lot of quitting this team. I didn't see it last year. You obviously we all got an opportunity to see hard knocks this season and sort of the way he communicates things to this locker room. You look around the camera panning, the audience to his, uh, his, his t- squad meetings and his speeches to the team. You just see a lot of believers in the room. They haven't won a lot of football games. That's really difficult to have a lot of believers in the room with the record that he's had in the league. But he's a good leader, and so we'll see what what happens this season. But Detroit, the unfortunate reality is the NFL is a bottom-line business. So unless they start stacking up some wins, Dan Campbell isn't
5: long for
8: that position.
5: All right, meanwhile, another team trying to get back in their game.
8: Davis takes the snap. Davis swings it out to Burkhead. Over the five, left side. Wants the pylon. Has it. Touchdown, Houston.
5: Texans radio network. So the Chargers were up 27-7 at the half. It is now 27-14. Minute to go in the third quarter. And the Texans trying to get back into this one. It's been pretty much a Charger day today. But Davis Mills uh, continues to throw the ball Accurately, 22 of 27 with just 154 yards, one touchdown, and a pick. Damian Pierce, of course, had that 75-yard touchdown run. So, uh, again, this is a payback game for the Chargers, who got beaten by the Texans last year. That was a brutal loss for the Chargers last year. Uh, but so far today, it's been a great day for Justin Herbert. 20 of 29, 267 yards and a score. Austin Eckler, 10 carries, 52 yards, and two touchdowns. All right, we are definitely motoring. We're well through third quarter action around the National Football League. Ah, you know we've got some games coming up right here. No place to go. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio.
7: Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena.
3: Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G.
2: La Bichota. You're my favorite icon.
1: Aw, Joseph!
2: Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Thurda Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: So in life, throws you uh uh-ohs. Just say, better
10: get Mako. Go to mako.com for an online estimate today. This is
4: Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed.
8: Bill's at the Ravens' 11-yard line. They show blitz again. Josh takes the snap. Back to throw. Now he's going to run it around the left side. First down yardage inside the five. Headed towards the end zone. Is he in? Yes. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen around the left side. Touchdown. An 11-yard run for the Buffalo quarterback. What a play.
4: Now. ball! Back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio.
5: That is WGR 550 Bills Radio Network. And with that, the Bills have come all the way back to tie the Ravens. 20 all. 2.49 to go in the third quarter. Welcome back. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the Tyrac.com studios uh, meanwhile, the Eagles have added a field goal, increased their lead 23-14 to over the Jacksonville Jaguars after a critical interception thrown by Trevor Lawrence. Uh, also, the Steelers now leading the Jets by a score of 13-10. to Kenny Pickett gets in the end zone, his game there. By the way, we have a back and forth going on between the Browns and the Falcons. Falcons had retaken the lead, but the Browns get it right back. Nick Chubb. A hell of a running back. 17 carries, 105 yards, and a score. Let's hear that
8: Steelers score. Third and goal. Pickett, second effort. He's in. Second effort got Pickett into the end zone for his first career touchdown. And the Steelers have forged ahead. Kenny Pickett, how sweet it is, baby. (laughs) WDVE
5: 102.5 FM, Steelers Radio Network. Now, Rich Orenberger has done – analyst work in radio for years. You hear a lot of these, throughout are, uh, you know, Fox Sports Red Zone radio show. Um, don't want to be critical. Uh, are there certain rules, do you think, to doing your job properly? Okay. Uh, the way I see it is
6: I want to explain to people what they can't see. So, you know, on that that play by Kenny Pickett, I found what was most fascinating was The fact that it took a great second effort for him to break the plane – of the goal line. He got stuffed. I mean, Kenny Pickett was not going to get in there, uh, but he found a way to fight his way over the goal line and get it in. And this is following up his first ever pass as an NFL quarterback being intercepted. So definitely one of those redemption drives for Kenny Pickett in his second ever NFL drive. But I guess it also was pretty sweet. So maybe I would have said how sweet it is. I, I could have. I could see myself shouting, yeah,
5: that's what I'm talking about! Woo! Now that's that's what we call a color commentary uh let's hear the browns take the lead
8: percent underneath center motion again by hunt and on first down they extend and give to chubb he's to the 25 outside left 20 15 10 5 touchdown nick chubb!
5: yeah that's brown's radio network as i was saying earlier nick chubb's a heck of a running back no doubt. 105 yards on the ground and that score the browns have led or uh, uh, back and forth with the Falcons Falcons had the early lead Browns took the lead Falcons took the lead now it's Browns 20 to 17 9 16 to go uh in the fourth quarter uh so we got some games uh happening right now getting a little tight one team extending their league though would be the Dallas Cowboys uh the Cowboys have just scored. On a C.D. Lamb reception from Cooper Rush, 30 yards for the score. So Dallas now leading Washington by a score of 22 to 10. And tell you what, for the Cowboys, you lose Dak Prescott. Um, they believe in Cooper Rush, and, and I'm not just saying, you know, it's lip service from the coaches yeah, or yeah. or Jerry Jones. It, it seems like the players have rallied around Cooper Rush. Uh, get a win today, they get to 3-1 and on the season.
6: Yeah, and Cooper Rush is just uh, – by the way, he'd be undefeated as a starting quarterback mm-hmm. if they get to 3-1 and on the season, the only loss, obviously, while Dak was still in there. And does that mean he's better than Dak? No. Um, I, I was recently having an argument with somebody who said, well, it's because he's better than Dak. And I was like, that's absolutely false mm-hmm. in every single possible fathomable way. But what he is is uh, a trusted leader who understands this offense. He came into the game and you don't see mental errors. You don't see mistakes. You don't see the plays that are either compromising the team where it should have been a turnover or it is. So he's able to lead this team exactly the way you want a backup quarterback to lead it. Just be a guy who can stand in there and operate. Don't try to overextend yourself. Play within your role and wait until Dak can get back if he can get back this season. And in the interim, the Dallas defense is playing great ball. And uh, and obviously their run game has been helping to support Cooper Rush. All right,
5: let's hear that Cowboys score. Rush under pressure, throws deep,
1: skinny post,
8: walk-in, seeding land. He got clear and he walked the dog. 30 and a touchdown. All right, that's the Dallas
5: Cowboys radio network. So we just started the fourth quarter in that game. Commanders take over, but it's the Cowboys leading by a score of The Seahawks had had their league cut to 31-23 against the Lions. They're coming toward the end of the third quarter in that game. And the Seahawks are in Detroit territory. Uh, Looks like they will have to have a long field goal attempt. Uh, They have a 4th and 16 at the Detroit 36-yard line. What are they going to do here? Um, I'm already ahead of that uh, where I'm, I'm actually looking at a scoreboard that's ahead of what we're watching right now. So it looks like they're going to have to have a long field goal attempt, but the lions are hanging in. uh, And a lot of it has been on uh, Jamal Williams, uh, who has 16 carries 104 yards and two scores in that game. Geno Smith's had a great day. I mean, a really good day for Seattle 18 of 22, 242 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. He's run for 40 yards And a score in
6: that game. Talk about hanging in there. So after a a failed drive by the Chargers and the punt, the Houston Texans have now scored back-to-back touchdowns. This on a pass to Brandon Cooks, who's had a huge day for the Texans Mm -hmm. receiving. Their top receiver right now in terms of yards is Collins. But uh, but how about Cook? Seven receptions on the day, one touchdown. It's been uh, he's been burning this uh, this secondary all day long, and finally getting in the end zone. That game is now twenty seven twenty one Chargers on top. But like I said, consecutive scores by the Houston Texans, and we got a ball d- ball
5: game in Texas. We should have learned after I mean, every game. You're like, oh, okay, that game's over. It's twenty seven seven Chargers at the half. Davis Mills updated twenty six of thirty one. He's only had five incomplete passes, 246 yards, two touchdowns now, and the interception. So 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Texans right back in this one. Chargers still leading by a score of 27-21. Meanwhile, Tennessee and Indianapolis. The Colts have been trying to play uphill the entire game. Titans still lead this game by a score of 24-17. 24 17 But the Colts have the ball at the 31-yard line of the Titans. And really the big story in this game has been the reemergence of Matt Ryan. Talk about numbers. He's now 25-34 of for 315 yards after a very slow start in this game. And Derrick Henry has not had a single carry in the second half. For what Tennessee. is going on there? At halftime, he had 17 carries for 99 yards. He has 17 carries... For 99 yards. Yeah, you're wondering if there could be an injury
6: there with Derrick Henry, which, by the way, with a, a, a small extension on his contract this offseason, he was made the highest-paid running back this season, and for good reason. He's been so good for the Tennessee Titans. He's been the reason why – well, one of the main reasons for their success over the past three seasons for sure. But, yeah, Derrick Henry without a carry in the second half so far.
5: Uh, by but, the way uh... – Actually, to update you, he has carried the ball twice in the second half for negative three yards.
10: Oh, wow. A couple updates here for you guys. Uh, The Bills got an interception off of Lamar Jackson, so the Bills have the ball back. Also, the... Uh, the Bears intercepted the Giants, and they intercepted Tyrod Taylor, who's in at quarterback for the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones questionable re- to return with an ankle injury.
5: Yeah, oh, wow. Tyrod, I like that. Do not call me Tyrod right. Taylor. We already heard that one many times. All um, right.
6: By the way, you know, just getting back to this Colts Titans game, it, the fact that the they've been able to move the ball on third down is the most impressive thing to me. Seven of eleven today for the Colts. That's been the one thing that you look at this offense and you say, year over year, what's different. They were always able to extend drive. They had these long drives last season. They just have their 35% team on third down this season offensively. They've been able to do it today against this Titans defense.
5: Uh, And just like that, Jonathan Taylor just fumbled. Wow. Titans take over. So the Titans in the second half offense, three and out, three and out, three and out. But Jonathan Taylor has just fumbled for the Colts. At the Tennessee 23-yard
6: line. Oh, wow. And we have a turnover in this Houston Texans game after the score. The Chargers had the football. Forced fumble. Recovered by the Texans.
8: They've got it back.
5: All right. Let's get a uh, Texans highlight in.
8: One back Pierce. Mills back to throw. Looking. Firing to the end zone. And caught by Cooks, Touchdown, Houston. Oh, yes. The archer hits Pater with 10:02 to go in the fourth, the Texans are within a score of the Chargers. All
5: right, so Texans Radio Network, let's find out what's trending right now. We we need to take a, a breath <laughs> so that Monty <laughs> can have multiple breaths and trying oh. to explain what the heck is going on out there. Yeah,
11: Texans are at. L, uh, at the Chargers' 13-yard line, so they're about to score again somehow. I assume at least a field goal. It had been all Chargers, but not in the second half. The Chargers are only up by six, Early in the fourth quarter, yeah, Justin Herbert is having a great game, but this second half, it's definitely been the Texans' half. The Bills and the Ravens are still tied at 20 apiece early in the fourth quarter as well. Josh Allen, 164 yards and a touchdown. Diggs is killing me. He's on my fantasy. Only three receiving catches. He has 58 yards, and that's it. That's it. Killing me. He's dropping the ball. No, I I know, I know, but he had a great catch. He did have a great catch a little bit ago, so I'm hoping, you know, he'll get a touchdown going, so, look, like, Come on, Diggs. We also got the Steelers and the Jets. been an exciting game. Kenny Pickett came in rookie for the second half of the Steelers. His first pass was a deep shot that got intercepted, but then he shook that off real quick, and then he rushed for a touchdown not long after that. So the Steelers are up 13-10. to We also have the Eagles and the Jaguars. Eagles are trying to keep their season perfect. They're 3-0, but the Jaguars are trying to change that. They're still down, though. The Eagles are up 23-14. to All of these games are early in the fourth quarter. Giants. Like Ryan just said, Terod Taylor is in. Daniel Jones has an ankle injury; he is questionable to return. Giants are up 17 to 12. We also still have the Titans and the Colts going at it. And yeah, the Titans, no, no Derrick Henry in the second half at all, like you mentioned. They're up 24 to 17 halfway through the fourth quarter. The Seahawks and the Lions. Seahawks though are—it's all been Seahawks this entire game. They are up 38 to 23. They're gonna start the fourth quarter really soon. Cowboys up on the Commanders 22-10 to 10, and we also still have a tie game. This has been a fun game. The Browns and the Falcons. Back and forth, back and forth. We've got a tie game with less than five minutes to go in the game. Woo!
5: Alright, Matsu. we'll take a break. We're going to get <laughs> back to you in a second. Meanwhile, yeah. let's hear that Seahawks score. Penny
8: in the backfield. And Penny gets a handoff and there he goes. The 30, the 20. He's going to score 10-5. Touchdown Seahawks!
5: What a play call by the Seahawks. Seahawks radio network. That gave them a 38-23 lead, but the Lions now have a first and goal at the Seahawks four-yard line. So, again, they can make it a one-score game with a score there. Meanwhile, the Texans have stalled. They have a fourth and 16 at the Chargers 22-yard line. So it looks like they're going to have to settle for a field goal attempt. This was 27-7 Chargers at the half. The second half has been all Texans, 27-21. And uh, we will get a field goal attempt coming up here shortly by the Texans. How about this? uh, And by the way, field goal is good. So 27-24 now. Chargers lead the Texans eight and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter
6: unreal really good job by the Houston Texans bouncing back two scores to make this three scores to make this a ball game in the fourth uh and how about Kenny Pickett talk about bounce back listless Pittsburgh offense now being led by their backup first round quarterback Kenny Pickett lead 20 to 10 in in Pittsburgh over the Jets. He has his second rushing touchdown on the day.
5: Speaking of rushing touchdowns, Miles Sanders is in the end zone for the Eagles. So now they have taken control of this game. Uh, It looks like they're going to go for a two point conversion. They now lead the Jags 29 to 14. This was 14, nothing Jaguars at the end of the first quarter. Since then, 29 unanswered points by the undefeated Eagles. Uh, Eagles going for a two-pointer right now. It has been raining big time all day in Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts throws to the end zone, and it is incomplete. So 29-14, Eagles leading the Jags. Jalen Hurts in this game, 15-23, 182 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. He's also run the ball for 30 yards and a touchdown. Miles Sanders has had a day, 22 carries, 118 yards on the ground, and two touchdowns. And we just haven't seen much out of Jacksonville's offense since that first quarter. Trevor Lawrence is just 8 of 17 for 106 yards, one touchdown and a pick. Not much of a running game uh, as well. So uh, we have two games, though, that are tied right now. Buffalo and Baltimore, 20-all. Cleveland and Atlanta tied at 20 as well. And how about the
6: uh, the touchdown pass for uh, Jared Goff over the middle to Reynolds And then they tack on the two-point conversion. So now after the Seahawks score with Rashad Penny, the Detroit Lions answer, 38-31 in Detroit, Seahawks still leading. But, yeah, just like we drew it up, (laughs) uh, a Geno Smith-led Seahawks team, a Jared Goff-led Lions team, this is going to be the highest-scoring game of the weekend.
5: Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so the two games that are tied right now – The Falcons, uh, we have three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Falcons and Browns tied at 20. Falcons have the ball first and 10 at the Cleveland 33-yard line. Meanwhile, Ravens-Bills, that game tied. By the way, if the Ravens were to lose this game. Wow. I mean, when you have a home collapse like they did against Miami, and if they lose this game, this would be a home collapse again against the Bills. Now, again, these are quality teams they are playing But when you have home leads like that, and you got a veteran coach like John Harbaugh, you're not supposed to lose games like that. Yeah,
6: one point in the second quarter, they led twenty to three and the Buffalo Bills just chipping away at that lead so far. Seventeen unanswered points to come back and tie this football game in Baltimore, Ravens football after the last score. Um and it's just not going well for the Baltimore Ravens offensively or defensively right
5: now. Ball, uh, Buffalo has found a way. Alright, another team not giving in yet is the Commanders down 22-10 of to to the Cowboys. 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter but they have a second and seven at the Dallas 16-yard line. Let's get back to that latest
8: Eagles score. Hurts this time gives it off again and running with it and scoring! Miles Sanders! His second touchdown of
5: that's 94 WIP, Eagles Radio Network, two-point conversion, no good. So the Eagles lead that game over Jacksonville, 29-14. to uh, Speaking of Jacksonville, they're trying to move the ball right now to get back in this thing. One thing we know about these games, and we do a lot here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio, it's just, it's never over. No. I mean, I mean you no. you think, okay, we can move off that game. And then we go to another game We're like, well, what, what happened? Did we, did we
8: turn off that game?
5: What's <laughs> yeah. ha- what happened Guys, in this
10: game? What's going on? Here? I, I want to point out something here. So the giants, um, okay. Daniel Jones, I believe is now back in, but for the last couple plays, uh, Terod Taylor had to run off to the locker room. So for the last few plays, they had Saquon Barkley and Matt Breida lining up in the backfield and uh, with no quarterback. So so that's how it's been going for the Giants. But they are leading, and it looks like Daniel Jones is now back in the game. Yeah, um, all right, uh,
6: Wildcat formation to try to stave off putting in, I guess, a, a tight end or a specialist at quarterback because, as we know, a lot of teams,
5: they'll only dress two quarterbacks on game day, so they ran out. Uh, by the way, in that game, Saquon Barkley's had a big day, 24 carries, 124 yards. However, he's not gotten in the end zone. Let's hear the Steelers' latest.
8: Jet motion, play action fake. Pickett's gonna run. Get to the goal line. Touchdown, Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett, his second of the game, second of his career. WDVE
5: 102.5 FM Steelers Radio Network. Apparently, Kenny Pickett likes to score touchdowns. Um, Jack Kemp who was a great AFO quarterback with the Buffalo Bills, later became a vice presidential candidate, longtime congressman out of New York, was so notorious in keeping the ball for quarterback touchdowns when he played. Yeah. It, it would irritate people. Like, you know, when he got the ball at the one or two-yard line, he'd call his own number. That's why <laughs> when quarterbacks <laughs> called their own plays. He, was, he had the all-time record for touchdowns by a quarterback back in the day. Uh, notorious. Apparently Kenny Pickett going old school like Jack M. I'm just going to keep the ball every single time. Yeah, thank you. I'll and take I it get, from here. I'll take it from here. I <laughs> want to get the touchdown. So already in his first game uh, Kenny Pickett with a couple of touchdowns uh, for the Steelers in a game now that Pittsburgh is leading the Jets by a score of 20-10 to with 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And by the way, when he came into the game the Steelers were losing. So it's working for Kenny Pickett. Uh, All right Jacksonville getting close to the end zone and they're in the end zone. Touchdown Jaguars! Wow, wow,
6: they are—they uh, are finding a way. Jamal Agnew with his second receiving score on the day. Jacksonville now within nine. Philadelphia leading twenty-nine to twenty at home. We'll see what they do here with the extra point or two-point conversion play coming up. You know Doug Peterson is not afraid to go for two. Beautiful move by Agnew, making two defenders miss on his way into the end zone on just a flat route about seven yards out from Paydirt, and they'll try to tack on the extra point for going the two-point opportunity.
5: Yeah, at this point, because that makes it an eight-point game with the extra point, you miss that two-point conversion, you're down two scores. So they're down one score, 29-21. Seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter there. Right, Eilis, here the Lions lay a score. Out of the huddle and to the line. Goff sends two receivers right, one left. Tight end Hawkinson tight to the line, left side. Goff on second and goal from the three. Turns, fakes the gift, looks, end zone, throws, it is caught. Touchdown, Detroit Lions, Josh Reynolds. W-X-Y-T-F-M 97.1, the ticket, Lions Radio Network. They tacked on a two-point conversion. As you said earlier, we expected Geno Smith and Jared Gott to be the shootout game of the day. Uh, Seahawks still lead that game 38-31, 12.58 to go in the fourth quarter. All right, we continue on to bring you all the updates. Which games are going to go down to the end? You're going to find out listening to Fox Sports Red Zone Radio.
7: Ah!
2: You're my favorite icon.
1: Aw, Joseph!
2: Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Thurda Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
4: podcasts. This is Fox Red Zone Radio, and we've got the plays that you may have missed. Got
8: Shotgun for Trevor Lawrence. Dropping a throw. Fires to the right side. That ball's going to be caught. Jamal Agnew spun away from a defender into the end zone touchdown. Jamal made something happen after the catch, and the Jags have scored.
4: Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio.
5: WJXL AM 1010 and 92.5 FM Jaguars Radio Network. So the Jags getting back in this game against the Eagles 29 21. However, the Eagles have the ball and they just got a first down. We are inside three minutes to go in the fourth quarter in that game. Once again, we're Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. A couple of updates here. The Falcons got a field goal to take a 23-20 lead over the Browns. Minute and a half ago in the fourth quarter, and the Browns are facing a third and 23 at their own 46-yard line. So, obviously, this is four-down territory as they're down three inside a minute and a half to go there. Meanwhile, the Seahawks added a field goal. They've increased their lead to 41-31 to over the Lions. Still nine-and-a-half minutes to go there. Let's hear the Jets' latest score.
8: Zach Wilson calls for the ball. Shotgun snap, back to throw. Slant left, caught, touchdown! Corey Davis on the slant left. Zach Wilson finds him with the quick hitter. And the Jets make it a one-score game again.
5: All right, Jets Radio Network. So the Jets get right back in that game against the Steelers. 20-17 Steelers lead the Jets. Still plenty of time, seven and a half minutes to go. Meanwhile, Rich, the Ravens have a fourth and goal at the Buffalo two-yard line. And they are... I think they just got stuffed. I think
6: that's a turnover on downs.
5: Wow. So fourth and goal for the Ravens and the Ravens get stuck.
10: It was intercepted. It was intercepted. It was intercepted. Wow.
5: Wow. Let's watch this again. So Lamar Jackson throws it and the ball is. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, wow. He came over from the middle of the field. The, The throw was late.
1: Yeah, receiver he was open. on the run,
6: under pressure, looking, looking, and tip ball interception. I thought it fell incomplete, so yeah, that wobbly pass in the rain was reeled in by a Bills defender, All right, and so, so they'll, they'll have much better field position in their ensuing drive than had they stopped them at the one-yard line. Baltimore, looking for answers, finding none. By the way, uh, offenses have officially clicked in in week four. There has been 72 points scored between Seattle and Detroit, 40 points scored Buffalo, Baltimore, 43 points scored Cleveland, Atlanta. Uh, We're looking at a 57 points up on the board, Chargers-Houston. We're starting to see offenses gel here in week four.
5: All right, we have a touchdown pass. Justin Herbert to Austin Eckler, 14 yards. Big touchdown for the Chargers. Two and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter uh, pending the extra point they've increased their lead to now the extra point is good 34 to 24. Chargers have a 10 point lead two and a half minutes to go uh, Austin Eckler has had a day's run for two touchdowns he has now scored a touchdown on that reception Herbert's thrown for 340 yards and two scores no picks so it looks like barring a miracle that the Chargers will hang on in a game where they were up 27-7 at the half. Texans made a big comeback, but right now, Chargers are up 10 28 to go uh, in the fourth quarter there.
10: Quick injury update, guys. DK Metcalf has been carted off to the locker room.
5: Oh, boy.
6: Yeah, that is not good for that Seattle Seahawks offense, and you know, look, like we said, uh, that's a Seattle team that scored 41 points in Detroit, still leading by 10. Lions set at 31 with the ball coming out of their own side at the 42-yard line.
5: All right, final game, final scores. Falcons have held on to beat the Browns 23-20 to uh, in this game. we are set through for 234 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. Mariota was just 7 of 19, 139 yards, but the Falcons get the victory 23 to 20. Also, the Tennessee Titans have held on to beat the Indianapolis Colts 24-17. to uh, Derrick Henry did finish with 114 yards rushing in this game. Matt Ryan threw for 356 yards in the defeat, but the Titans be- defeat the Colts by a score of 24-17. to
6: Yeah, valiant effort trying to come back in that game for the Colts, but too little, too late. Titans win, and with that, I, I mean, this is becoming a race between Tennessee and Jacksonville to see who's going
5: to, you know, have an early lead in this AFC South. All right, so game's going on right now. Uh, The Giants are leading the Bears 20-12. We're at the two-minute warning in that game, and the Giants have the ball Seahawks leading the Lions 41-31, still eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Lions have the ball moving into Seattle territory. The Cowboys have added a field goal inside four minutes to go in the fourth. Cowboys lead the Commanders 25-10, so they look in pretty good shape right now. Meanwhile, the Eagles have a fourth and three uh, going up uh, in Jacksonville territory, so at the very least probably going for a field goal. Uh, as they have an eight-point lead. Uh, Let's hear that Chargers score. Herbert, play action,
8: rolling to the right, throwing to Eckler.
5: He's got a lane,
8: 10, 5, to the end zone, hits the pylon, touchdown, Chargers! All right, that's
5: KYSR 98.7, the Chargers radio network. So Chargers lead the Texans 34-24, two and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Really
6: quick, on the last drive for the Commanders, Carson Wentz throws an interception. Dallas Cowboys with the ball back, goes four plays well within Commander's territory, Maher hits the field goal, and that brings them 25-10 to 10 in Dallas over Washington.
5: All right, Steelers have the ball leading 2017 against the Jets. Kenny Pickett fumbled, but his team recovered, so they still have the ball there. and Jets just,
10: just, just picked him off.
5: All right, just just picked him off. Wow,
4: second pick for the rookie picket. More coming up here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: Got to find a way to get 10 points down, 10, 5.5 to go. Golf on third down, floats it left side. Got Hockinson. Yes. Touchdown Detroit Lions. There it is. That is WXYT-FM 97.1, the Ticket Lions Radio Network. That game far from over. Seahawks still leading the Lions 41-38. to The shootout anticipated between Geno Smith and Jared Goff. Who thought? By the way, broadcasting live once again from the tirerack.com studios. Tirerack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, so we basically have right now three games uh, that are still very much in doubt. A couple of final scores in. The Eagles have defeated the Jaguars 29-21 after trailing 14-0 at the end of the first quarter. The Eagles remain undefeated. They are 4-0, and the Giants move to 3-1 as they beat the Bears by a score of 20-0. All right, so the game's in doubt right now. We got the Seahawks with the ball, leading 41-38, still five and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter there. The Jets trailing the Steelers 20-17. Jets have the ball inside two minutes to go. They are in Pittsburgh territory, and the Buffalo Bills have a second-and-goal at the Baltimore two-yard line. This game is tied uh, with a minute to go right now, and boy, if you're the Ravens, Rich, you're up 20-3 to in the first half, completely dominating this game. They had a fourth down play. It was an interception thrown in the end zone. So what the Bills are doing right now is they're taking the knee to basically run the clock down. Yep to kick the game-winning field goal. Yeah,
6: we call this Rolex. Uh, you just you just take time off the clock, and you know that either if you need a touchdown, obviously you go for the touchdown, but if you just need points, you kick the field goal, and you're just trying to milk the clock, take your final timeout, which they have three of them, no danger there. And uh, we've got a fired-up Marcus Peters, or excuse me, not Marcus Peters, but one of the Baltimore Ravens defenders. I don't know who he's
5: yelling at. I have no idea either, but he's upset, and he should be, because the Ravens look like for the second time this year. Might have been a sideline scuffle there. I don't think he was shouting at any of the Bills players. Uh, game over now. The Chargers have defeated the Texans by a score of 34-24. to Texans still looking for their first win of the year. Chargers get to 2-2. Two and two. Much-needed victory on the road. Justin Herbert, 340 yards passing and a couple of scores. So the Bills are lining up right now. Uh, with uh, three seconds to go on the clock, a short field goal attempt to steal this game away from the Ravens, and boy, man, if you're John Harbaugh, like the hell's going on here? Yeah, did we just blow a second home game in three weeks where <laughs> we had a yes. big lead?
6: Yes, the answer is yes. I mean, this is um, this is why, man. The hang field on. goal is. Good. Yeah, that's a win, Buffalo. and that
5: is zeros on the clock. So the Buffalo Bills have defeated the Ravens by a score of twenty-three to twenty in this game. Josh Allen nineteen of thirty-six, two hundred thirteen yards, a touchdown and a pick. He also ran for seventy yards and a score. Lamar Jackson twenty of twenty-nine, one hundred forty-four yards. But the big story here: two interceptions, both critical. Uh, in this game for the Ravens, and the Ravens fall to 2-2, two and two, and the Bills move to 3-1. and one. Well, look, this is really the class of the
6: AFC. For as long as Lamar Jackson stays healthy, the Baltimore Ravens have a great shot. But to your point about... The Baltimore Ravens, I mean, this is why you get the, paid the big bucks if
5: you're a head coach in the NFL to win close games. All right, Jets on the move right now. They have a second and five at the Pittsburgh 15 yard line. Steelers lead this game 2017. The big story here was the benching of Trubisky. Kenny Pickett, the rookie, came in. He has scored a couple of rushing touchdowns. He's also been intercepted twice. In this game, but right now, Zach Wilson, who's thrown for 252 yards and a score, he's also thrown a couple of picks. Uh, he is trying to get the Jets in the end zone, uh, at the very least, try to get a field goal here. But right now, they have a
6: first and goal from the nine yard line for the Jets offense. And so they hand it off and they get positive yardage all the way down to the two yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, they got within. Uh, goal to go territory off of a Steelers defensive holding call. And so it was Hall, the ball carrier. Brees Hall gets them down to the two yard line, second and goal from the two.
5: By the way, Kenny Pickett, every throw he's made has been complete. He's nine for eleven, but the two incomplete passes are both interceptions. Well he did
6: complete them to defenders to your yeah, point. So
5: he has every pass he has thrown has been caught. Let's never yeah,
6: never touched the ground <laughs> never off the ground. Of I mean can we start calling him Kenny pick? it
5: Yeah. um, Zach Wilson's had a good day today, but a couple of, I I just let that fly. (laughs) I'm trying to save you. I couldn't Uh, help myself. uh, (laughs) Outside of the two interceptions, Zach Wilson's played pretty well today. Brees Hall, 64 yards rushing on the day. Of course, he is a favorite of Iowa Sam coming out of Iowa State. Now, how about Corey Davis? 74 yards rushing.
6: He's been a tremendous uh, uh, target for both Flacco and uh, Zach Wilson so far early in this season. And they got a chance to win this football game 18 seconds left on the clock second and goal from the two yard line of the pittsburgh steelers they're going from under with a bunch set to the right little motion short motion to the left side
5: and the ball is to Hall, and he gets in the end zone oh is he
6: short fumble 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 he reached for the goal line and the uh, ball was knocked loose
5: and the officials are looking at each other like what happened there
6: wow they're Did gonna he mark get him to the down? goal
5: line before he got
6: the ball was fumbled. They're marking him down at the one-yard line. No fumble? They're saying his knee was down before he reached. Wow. This has got to be reviewed. Come <sighs> oh, on Oh, it now. will be. There's no doubt. All right. <laughs> there so is no doubt.
5: He was reaching for the end zone. They're saying, like you said, that his knee was down, meaning the ball is dead. The ball came out. Well, now, the Jets had to call the timeout
6: here, so it gives the officials obviously time to review this. But, yeah, eh. Ooh, ah, oof. From that angle, well, actually, we're not sure. it looks like the Jets recovered the ball. Let's see what happens here. So we got a sideline vantage point here. Brees Hall, the, there's an the reach down. I'll tell you right now, there's an argument to be made that Brees Hall with the reach, but the Jets the ball ever, broke the plane of the end zone. Nah, I don't know, but the
5: Jets recovered the ball. By the way, either way, it's Jets ball. My yes. point is, this may be six. But wait a second, we got a Seahawk touchdown. Rashad, Rashad Penny. Penny.
1: Wow!
5: Rashad Rash- Penny has basically busted the Lions there. A long touchdown run by the Seahawks running back. Rashad Penny will get you an update on this score, but it is now 47-38. to 38, Seahawks lead. Let's watch this play again. Near midfield and this was just a straight handoff to Rashad Penny, and he was off to the races. Hey, by
6: the way, quick update from the Seahawks game. DK Metcalf was carted off the field earlier. Field Yates reporting on Twitter that it was actually for a bathroom break. So, DK, <laughs> not in, tri- in jeopardy of missing any time with an injury. Well,
5: I'm glad he went to the bathroom instead of making it a messy situation. Well, listen, you and you got to right, go. the Jets go. have a touchdown. They have ruled touchdown for Brees Hall. It is a touchdown
8: for the Jets.
6: That's what I was saying. It looked like...
8: (laughs) All right. Uh, By the way, the extra
5: point good for the Seahawks. Uh, Rashad Penny in this game has 14 carries for 139 yards and two touchdowns. When are people going to recognize that this is one of the premier running backs in the NFL?
6: Well, the problem is for two years now, the Seahawks have been struggling and and the the run game has been good at least when he's been a part of the equation last season his last five games arguably the best we've seen from a running back in the NFL in years
5: yeah four of those games he had over 130 yards rushing and he has over 130 again today
6: yeah he is tremendous I watched his entire career as an analyst for the San Diego State football team while he was in college arguably watched one of the most substantial performances from any player in college football, uh, a game against Nevada where every time he touched the ball, it seemed like he scored touchdowns. But, yeah, he's a talented back, and he puts this game, well, I wouldn't call it out of reach, but they're leading by 10 with two fourteen left on the clock in Detroit right now, Seattle winning.
5: All right, well, Kenny Pickett's going to get a chance to try to pull a miracle. The Jets scored on that Brees Hall touchdown, and they got the extra point. Jets lead 24-20. to uh, with 16 seconds left, now if somehow Kenny Pickett can pull this game out, forget it. Uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, he will be forever a god, uh, no question. Uh, by the way, it is a final score as the Dallas Cowboys have defeated the Washington Commanders by a score of 25 to 10. Cooper Rush outstanding, 15 of 27, 223 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks in this game. Meanwhile, Carson Wentz just threw 170 yards and two interceptions. So the Cowboys now three and one on the season. The Commanders at one and two. So of the morning games going on right now, the one we still have left. Well, we have two. We have the Seahawks Lions, 214 to go. The Lions have the ball right now at their own 44-yard line. Jared Goff looking for some big plays. They've stopped the clock there. Meanwhile, the Steelers are going to have to cover a lot of ground in a very short amount of time. Uh, Meanwhile, just kicking off. Cardinals at the Panthers. I feel like I've already played that game in my head. I've done so many previews on that game. Cardinals yeah. and Panthers. Yeah, yeah. We, you I've know, I've been what? previewing that game for two. Can days. we
6: get Shannon Spake on the phone yeah. real See if quick? we Get her on the
5: sidelines. <laughs> we need do a to, little extra. We, we All right, Kenny Pickett, who's run try. for a couple of touchdowns, he's thrown a couple of picks, and look at this!
6: Wow, that was a gorgeous. He's pass. He's got to get down.
5: And he's going to have the at middle of the field. Hail Mary shot. They're in yep. midfield. Eight
6: seconds to go. So. <laughs> not over yet yep they got to the jets 48 yard line with a deep throw over the middle found george pickens on a deep crossing pattern there
5: pickett is throwing the ball extremely well the picks were not good but everything else like i said every pass he's thrown has been caught i don't know what do you think the steelers hand the ball to kenny pickett next week
6: i think so uh look mitchell trubisky was underwhelming i would say at best so far this season You know, bringing the rookie off the bench had to be a decision you made when you were absolutely sure that Trubisky was no longer the guy to lead this offense, and I've seen a spark. I think this team was ready to see Kenny get the football, and he's done something with it. So let's see if they can get it into the end zone here.
5: All right, so you're at the 48-yard line of the Jets. Do you run another play to get it closer? Do you try two shots at the end zone for the Hail Marys? Here's what I would do. Do you have do. enough time with eight seconds left?
6: Yeah, here's what I would do. You you run some, some you know, look, I mean, it, it takes your receivers no time to get to the sideline. Uh, so you run two patterns out at the sideline if somehow the Jets fall asleep on that. Uh, you connect your five yards, six yards closer, and it only takes about four seconds to do that. So that's what I would do, absolutely. And then with the last play of the game, you heave it to the end zone.
5: All right, so eight seconds to go. Jets leading the Pittsburgh Steelers by a score of 24-20. to Meanwhile, we're still over two minutes to go right now. Uh, Seahawks and the Lions, there is a stop for a review of a play, 48-38, uh, Seahawks leading that crazy game. All right, Kenny Pickett is going to throw it for the end zone right now. This is going to be the final play. And it's intercepted by the Jets in the end zone, and that is game. Yeah, Joyner comes down with the football. That'll be three interceptions on the day for Kenny Pickett. All right, so the Jets defeat the Steelers by a score of 24 to twenty. We got games kicking off right now. We still got the end of the Seahawks Lions game coming up. Keep it right here.
4: This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed.
8: The runner broke the plane of the goal line. Therefore, by rule, that is a touchdown. The Jets have a touchdown. Brees Hall did indeed break the play before operator, the ball popped down. After review, they've taken the
4: lead. Now
1: Woo-hoo!
4: back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio.
5: All right, so that was Jets Radio Network. Jets defeat the Steelers by a score of twenty-four to twenty. Welcome back. These are the Fox Sports Red Zone Radio Studios. Tirec.com studios. Let's move on. And Talk the about Lions a big Lions just scored. All right, we'll keep an eye on that Lions score as they are trailing 48 now to 45 four.
6: Justin Jackson on a short pass from Jared Goff out of the backfield and he gets in. So the Lions needed two scores. They got one of two on that drive. One minute, six seconds left in this ball game.
4: All right. Ready, ready.
8: Now, no. Hey,
4: let's go. Let's go. It's time for the NFL on Fox. Focus. All
5: right, so earlier today, the Titans defeat the Colts by a score of 24-17. Joining us right now, Super Bowl champion, Pro Bowler, and dare I say, Hall of Fame nominee, Mark Schlereth is joining us right now. Mark, always great to catch up with you. I want to start with the Colts and losing this game. You know, I'm talking to a a Hall of Fame-nominated offensive lineman. I'm sitting next to a former NFL offensive lineman. What happened to the Colts' running game? Uh, Jonathan Taylor today, just 42 yards on 20 carries. Where is it, Mark?
12: Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. The big uh, conversation has been they're the highest-paid offensive line in football, and it's amazing. Five guys working together as one, right? And you've got to all be on the same page. Well, when you have, uh, you know, two holes or two guys that uh, are basically – journeymen or backups playing on that line you're going to have some issues and right now it's been one guy consistently they've changed the right guard uh they went with uh, uh, a different right guard today their their left tackle has been a journeyman over the course of his career they're just not on the same page from a communication standpoint or an execution standpoint today they flat got whooped by jeffrey simmons and the rest of the guys on that defensive line of the tennessee titans
6: yeah, and then you look at the Titans, kind of same problems up front, getting Derrick Henry going, finally broke the 100-yard mark today, 114 on the day, averaging over five yards a carry. What went right for the Titans offensively to get Henry going the way he's been for years now?
12: Well, you know, it's it's interesting. The way they attack the Indianapolis Colts, the Colts are so fast. They're linebacking core, sideline to sideline. They do a great job. They took a lot of that stuff away. They either attacked straight downhill out of the I formation, basically said, hey, we're not going to let you use your athleticism. We're going to make you stand up and you know take on blocks. And, and Tennessee did a really good job with that. And then when they did go wide, it was really about the cutback game. right? Try to get them to over-pursue, take advantage of that over-pursuit. So, uh, There's a couple of big runs there, but they just consistently ground out yardage on a play-to-play basis. It always felt like first half they were always ahead of the chains always in second down in short yardage situations and you know what that does for you as an offense it just makes everything open your whole playbook is now open
5: Matt Ryan threw for 356 yards couple of touchdowns through a pick in the game how did he look to you you know
12: Matt Ryan is tough I mean Matt Ryan right now I, I think offensively without that running game um you know they're just they're out of sync a little bit and You know, a bunch of young receivers are trying to figure out what that mojo looks like. Mo Alley-Cox, the tight end, had a big game today. Um, But Matt Ryan put it on the ground. He had the one interception off a tip ball. Uh, T.R. Tar picked that off. And then um, ultimately, you know, ball security has been an issue. He's got uh, uh, eight fumbles so far. He's lost, I think, three of them now or two or three of them. So it just is amazing that he just has not been able to to, uh, to really manage that part of his game. And so that's been the biggest issue with Matt. But I think, you know, he looks good throwing the football. They just don't look in sync as an offense.
6: Yeah, it's strange, right? I mean, going into this game 35% on third down, they finally looked more efficient, getting some longer drives. I think they were – Seven of eleven, something, something like that, on third down over the court. Maybe it was less than that, but the point I'm trying to make is they they finally are starting to look like they're getting some things in rhythm. Is it too little, too late now with what we're seeing out of you know Jacksonville? What we obviously what we're seeing from the Tennessee Titans in division.
12: Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to get late early, right? I mean, that's going to be that's going to be the issue. But I think you know, I think you've got to look at this division. I think it's a race to nine or ten. Hmm. Uh, I think this division is going to be really, really tough. Obviously, so you know, you're if you can solve some of the issues you have on the offensive side of the ball, you've got uh, you've got an opportunity to to still make this season, you know, what you set out to make it, which is a playoff run. So, um, you know, I think their young receiving core, and, and think about it, the one guy they have that's kind of their biggest threat is Michael Pittman. This is his third year in the league. He's kind of their their go-to veteran receiver. Uh, he's he's done it 3 years with 3 different quarterbacks. So, like there's there's some lack of continuity as just an offense in general. But if they don't fix their offensive line, if they don't start running the ball better, uh it'll it'll be a long season for them without question.
5: By the way, the uh game we we're still watching now the Seahawks and the Lions Lions attempted an onside kick. Uh was a crazy kick, but apparently recovered by the Seahawks are gonna come away with that. Mark, just a quick thought on uh here we are, week four of the NFL. The Eagles had to come from behind today to remain the only undefeated team in the NFL. Just four weeks into the season, are you surprised with some of the parity that we've seen so far around the league?
12: Well, no, I think I think part of it obviously is nobody nobody practices. Like nobody from the standpoint of um you know the preseason, nobody actually practices, so you're looking at a situation um where like this is an extension of the preseason, the first three weeks, so everybody's so worried about injuries, everybody's so worried about keeping their guys right that um it's hard to it's hard, especially offensively, to be in a rhythm. so I guess i'm I'm not um but I will say this about Jacksonville, you know that come from behind win by the Philadelphia Eagles. Let me just tell you that Jacksonville, watching them on tape, that is one of the most dominant defensive lines I've watched on tape. They've got a chance. They're so physical. I think they've got a chance to be a really top-tier defense this year. I don't know what the, uh, what statistically the Eagles look like, but uh, I tell you what, they uh, dominate the line of scrimmage in a couple games that I watched them.
6: Mark, awesome catching up with you today. Great job on the call. We'll do it again real soon.
12: Sounds good. You guys be well. All
5: right. Thanks so much, Mark Schlureth. Joining us right now. All right. Let's find out what's trending. Things have calmed down just a little bit. It's Monty uh, settling with all the dust around her right now. It's been just a, a crazy Sunday as usual.
11: As usual. But, yeah, things have definitely calmed down for the moment. We can all take a breather. We can all kind of reset as other games are about to start. The Seahawks and Lions are technically still going, but it's it's over. The Seahawks have won 48-45. to Who would have thought we were going to have a quarterback showdown <laughs> in this game? I mean, Geno Smith... 320 yards and two touchdowns. Jared got through for 378 yards and four touchdowns. He did have one pick, but what a high-scoring Game. We've got three games going on right now, but everybody's scoreless. Cardinals, Panthers, Patriots, Packers, Broncos, and Raiders, they just got started scoreless, even the Cardinals and Panthers, and they are five minutes left into the first quarter. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. Some of the games that have already ended, like the Cowboys defeating the Commanders 25-10. to The Titans, they didn't score in the second half, but it didn't matter. They still beat the Colts 24-17. to The Chargers, they seemed to struggle in the third quarter, but they snapped out of it and outscored the Texans 34-24. to Justin Herbert, he looked good, threw for 340 yards and two touchdowns. Austin Eckler was on the receiving end of one of those touchdowns and also rushed for two more. The Bills held the Ravens to zero points in the second half and managed to win with the last-second field goal, 23-20. to Lamar Jackson, he threw for 144 yards, one touchdown, two intercepts, two interceptions, one of which was a costly one with four minutes left in the game. The Falcons, they held on to beat the Browns 23-20. to The Giants beat the Bears 20-12. to Daniel Jones left the game with an ankle injury but then came back, so he seems to be okay. But Terod Taylor was being evaluated for a concussion. Sa- uh, Saquon Barkley had 31 carries and 146 yards. And the Eagles, they came back from behind like you just said. They are still the only undefeated team in the NFL as they outscored the Jaguars 29-21. to And the Jets, they held on to beat the Steelers 24-20. to And the one game in London between the Vikings and the Saints was a little exciting. Uh, the Saints could have tied in with the last-second field goal, but it hit the upright, and it was a 28-25 final score for the Vikings. Back to you guys.
5: All right, Monts, great job, as yeah. always. Uh, by the way, in that Seattle victory over Detroit, Rashad Penny, 17 carries, 151 yards, a couple of scores. Uh, that's 8.9 yards a carry. For his career, he's averaging 5.5 yards a carry. So if he can stay healthy, yes. all of a sudden, it changes everything. And you can see his success leads to more success from Geno Smith, who, by the way, I mean, not only threw for 320 yards and two scores and no picks, he ran for 49 yards and a score. This is a guy, I, I, I've shared that story a million times, but when he first came into the league, he thought he should have been the number one overall pick in the draft. He fell to a second-round pick. He's been sort of waiting through several teams to get an opportunity. He won that job. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Drew, Drew was brought in to be the guy And Pete Carroll said Geno Smith has outplayed him, and now it's paying dividends as the Seahawks are 2-2 and in a division that everyone thought they were – I mean, they're over under on wins. I think it's five this year. And they've already got two wins in the the bank. And if Geno Smith can continue to play like this – They're going to win some more games. Well, if you bought Seahawks stock low, good for you,
6: because I think you were among an extreme minority (laughs) this offseason. Here's what I'll say about the Seahawks. Look around that offense. Rashad Penny, the reverence that we have with Rashad Penny, because we're familiar with the type of player he was coming out of San Diego State, um, is finally starting to take hold and foot in the NFL. Uh, If he can stay healthy, he's going to be a feature back in this league. Uh, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. If you just have a quarterback, that offense can go. That offense can really go. I mean, the the offensive line has been improved. Uh, I don't know where they're at in terms of rankings, but you know, if you're encouraged by great play around you, you know there are guys who, if they gel up front and they keep Geno clean and they open keep opening lanes for Rashad Penny, this could be a great offensive season for the Seahawks. And we know how this league goes now. If you can score. You can play, and we just saw that in Detroit. I mean, yeah, it took a boatload of points to to win the game, but it doesn't matter. No style points. Just win. Even if your defense gives up 40-plus, just win. They're 2-2. Two and two. All
5: right, so uh, the Packers and the Patriots, the Packers' biggest favorite on the board this week, 9.5-point favorites at home against the Patriots team without Mac Jones, but on their opening drive, the Patriots get a field goal as your former roommate, Brian Hoyer. In his seventeenth time as the, uh, how many times has he been signed, released, signed, released by the Patriots over well, the by years? By the
6: Patriots alone, it's been a handful of times. But he's also started for the Texans and for the Cleveland Browns. He's been everywhere.
5: Three yeah, for-, for four, thirty-three yards on that opening drive. Damian Harris ran for twenty-two yards. Nice drive. Uh, and they get three points. Well, what he is is stable.
6: Uh, he's a great NFL backup because when he comes in there, he's he's not going to screw up the game plan. He's going to be able to handle that. He's smart enough to do so, and you're right. This going back to 2009 when I was drafted. He was signed as a free agent out of Michigan State with the Patriots. Every single training camp, you had to have a camp buddy. You had to share a suite with one of your teammates, and it was always Brian Hoyer and me uh, sharing a suite. And I'm proud of the career he's had obviously been on the sideline for most of it, has gotten his chances, and he'll definitely get a nice long chance here as Mac Jones recovers from what's being reported as an extremely bad high ankle sprain, potentially looking at surgery to return.
5: All right, a team in desperate needs is the Raiders. 0-3 on the season. All three losses were one score gains. Remember last year they won four overtime games, uh, which was unbelievable, but right now they are in the red zone Derek Carr throwing into the end zone. It is incomplete. Um, Knocked away,
6: by the way, by Patrick Sertan. And this is going to be one of these matchups that we're going to be watching all day. Devontae Adams.
5: That was third down, so fourth down coming up.
6: And the first-round draft pick of the Denver Broncos, Patrick Sertan. And he has been electric. When they throw the football to his receiver, uh, you're not going to have a lot of luck. This kid is the goods. He's the real deal. Daniel Carlson comes onto the field to attempt the field goal. He's been perfect on the season, 8 for 8 so far.
5: That wasn't a good pass by Derek Carr. That was behind Devontae Adams. I mean, yeah, Sertan made a nice play, but that ball was thrown behind Devontae Adams. The field goal is good, so the Raiders have a quick 3-0 lead against the Broncos. Uh, by the way, Josh McDaniels, in his last 25 games as a head coach in the NFL, has a record of 5-20. and Not good. After a 6-0 and start to start his career at Denver, 5-20 and 20 in his last 25 games as a head coach in this league.
6: Bottom line business, right? What did we
5: just say about the Seahawks?
6: No style points, just wins. It doesn't matter how you do it, just get wins.
5: Let me ask you this, because you played for the Patriots, so you know this, and you played for a lot of assistant coaches that had opportunities to be head coaches and they all failed at the NFL level. Well, Billy
6: O'Brien had success uh, at the NFL level. He He was a a playoff
5: coach. Okay, so he had a little success before things went really sideways when he decided (laughs) he was also a general manager and that's when it went sideways, but why? Is it because Belichick just runs everything? Is he so... Dominating that his coordinators, his position coaches are nothing more than figureheads, or are they trying to emulate what Belichick does, knowing that that's Bill Belichick, you got to be your own coach? How do you account for so many struggles from these assistant coaches on his coaching tree that have struggled to succeed at the NFL level. Look, I mean, the the
6: answer is very simple because it's really difficult to win in the NFL. I mean, look at other successful coaches who have been successful head coaches in the NFL for a long time, and some of the coaches who've come off their coaching tree. Todd Bowles worked under Andy Reid. Has he been really successful as a head coach in this league? No. David Coley came off of Andy Reed's coaching tree. Has was he successful as a head coach? No. Uh, I mean, look—you look around. Matt Nagy came off the Andy Reid coaching tree. Was he successful? No. I, it's tough. It's really difficult. And and yeah, like to a certain extent, I think a lot of coaches who came off the Belichick coaching tree tried to be Belichick, and that's really difficult to replicate anywhere else. Um. But yeah, i, I mean, the short answer is. How many head coaches are consistently successful in the NFL? The answer is not many. So it's going to be very difficult for any, any group of coaches off a of coaching tree to have considered considerate success.
5: All right. So, uh, wow. Um, I'm watching this Patriots-Packers game. Did I see a fumble there?
10: Yes, that's correct.
5: All right. So the Packers fumbled.
10: Romeo re- Dobbs.
5: And recovered by the Patriots. So... The Patriots have the ball right now, midfield, already up 3 nothing. Packers, again, the biggest favorite on the board, 9.5-point favorites today at home, and you figure, like, all right, they got the nice win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but this is still a Packers team with all these young receivers trying to find their way. They're not doing a whole lot offensively. It's been more about defense for the Packers early in the season. Record is 2-1. and one. It'll be interesting to see, though, because – I mean, nobody gave the Patriots a snowball's chance at hell of winning this game in Green Bay today without Mac Jones. Well, yeah, breaking
6: in a, a backup quarterback for the first time on the season and everything we know. But let's, let's put it this way. Let's put things in perspective. And this is no slight against Mac Jones, but really how much do you lose today having Brian Hoyer in rather than Mac Jones? I mean, is Mac Jones blowing your doors
5: off as no. a starting quarterback in this league? Well, so, from an experience standpoint, obviously, Horry runs circles around
6: Heck, he played with you. Yeah, that's well, that's what I'm saying. My point being, like, I, I, okay, I'm not saying that Mac Jones is not talented. I'm not saying that he's not worthy of being a starting quarterback in this league. But what separates right now Mac Jones from Geno Smith? I'll tell you right now, a 300-yard game this season. It's just, it is what it is. Look, Mac Jones is still managing games. So what separates him from Brian Horror, It's not going to be stepping off this gigantic ledge like, you know, for example, Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. You know, to me, it's sort of plug and play here for New England. As long as Brian Hoyer doesn't completely tailspin, this is going to be about as even of a game as you would get from your starting quarterback being out there.
5: Why did I do so much time previewing that Panthers-Cardinals game dreadful so far? No score at the end of one quarter. (laughs) Kyler Murray's 3 of 5 for 20 yards. Baker Mayfield, 4 of 7, 38 yards. Nothing. Nothing is going on uh, in that game. All right, coming up on the other side, we will uh, preview tonight's game. Uh, two teams sort of looking for answers in tonight's Sunday night matchup between the uh, Buccaneers and the Chiefs. Uh, Also, the Monday night battle as well. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio.
10: The uh uh-ohs are out there. Scratches, dents, unexpected natural events. But with Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. So when life throws you uh uh-ohs, just say,
8: Better get Mako.
10: And go to mako.com to book your appointment today.
4: This is Fox Red Zone Radio, and we've got the plays that you may have missed.
8: The snap is down. Tyler Bass, the kick is up. The kick is good. The clock says zero. The Bills have won it in Baltimore. The Bills came from 17 points down to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Unbelievable.
4: Now. Back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. That is
5: WGR 550 Bills Radio Network. So as you heard, they were down 20-3 first half on the road against the Ravens. But the Bills come back to win it. 23 to 20 to move to 3 and 1 on the season. Welcome back. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the tirerack.com studios. It is a cast of thousands. Actually, it's five. Uh, it starts with uh, Iowa Sam pushing all the buttons today. Uh, he is paid by the highlights. So, how many highlights do we play over the course of the show today?
10: Dozens. Dozens. I don't I lost track. All right. Dozens. So, he's
5: paid by the highlights. That's right. And uh, my, there my, was a lot of I scoring like today, right a lot of scoring today in the NFL. Busy day for him. Monty doing a brilliant job throughout keeping us updated on what's happening around the NFL. And, of course, Ryan is our insanely busy producer trying to hold this whole thing together here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Uh, right now, games going on. Uh, we had the Patriots score uh, after the fumble. They were not able to move the ball, so they have punted back to the Packers. Five minutes ago in the first quarter, Patriots lead at 3-0. Raiders got that early field goal. Broncos now have the ball in Raiders territory at the 34-yard line. Raiders lead 3-0, and the Panthers have scored the first touchdown of these later games on a pick six. Kyler Murray uh, is under... Intense scrutiny. He got the new extended contract. We had the language in the contract about mandatory study time that was removed from his contract. He has not played all that well so far this season. So the Carolina Panthers put
6: five on the line of scrimmage, their four down linemen, and then Frankie Louvu, who is the linebacker who eventually picked off this pass and ran it back for a touchdown, he dropped into coverage spying Kyler because you always have to have a QB spy or somehow bracket him in because he's such a threat running the football. Um, Kyler never took his eyes off the crossing route, the shallow crossing route, and so that's what happens. And this has been the common refrain with people who are critical of Kyler Murray, is he's a one-read quarterback. He stares down his first read, and if it's open, he throws it. If it's not, he escapes the pocket. This time, I guess he just didn't see the dropper, and so the linebacker was able to intercept and pick it for six points. But, look, there was a tweet that went out on the 25th of of last month, and it said this. So when Call of Duty has a 2XP weekend, which means that – gamers can earn more when they play on these weekends. Kyler Murray is three and 63 as a starting quarterback. Wow. That's through his college career and obviously into his professional career. Now we know that Kyler Murray is a gamer. I look, the fact that a tweet like that can even be written and go viral is about all you need to know about
5: Kyler Murray. Well, how does he recover? Because now he's under screw. Anytime he throws a bad pass like that or makes a bad play or they lose a game, immediately people are going to assume it's because he didn't do his homework. Well, he doesn't take the game seriously.
6: The only way to do it isn't by holding a press conference at your facility and explaining to members of the media that you really do work hard watching film. It's to prove everybody wrong. And he hasn't yet proven anybody wrong. Look, he is a great improviser. He is a tremendous athlete. Denver just scores a touchdown. You got Russell Wilson find Cortland Sutton over the back of the end zone. That was a nice pass. Three, or excuse me, six point, three point lead over the Raiders. uh, Six, three ball game right now in Las Vegas. But yeah, getting back to what I'm saying, incredible athlete, Kyler Murray. Um, you know, so can he scramble and get a ton of yards with his legs and be dangerous on the edges and improvise and roll out passes and play action stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah, all that. You know, RPOs and planned QB runs? Yeah, sure. But he he is a one-read quarterback, and that is going to limit your offense.
5: All right, let's hear that Carolina score. Murray takes the snap in the pocket, backpedaling
8: his throat, picked off by Frankie Luvu, breaks a tackle, down the sideline, 10-5, touchdown! Frankie Louvu,
5: ninety nine seven, the Fox Panthers Radio Network, seven nothing lead. Meanwhile, Brian Hoyer, who's filling in for Mac Jones, has been taken to the locker room, which means is that Zappy, the uh, the yeah. rookie out of Western Kentucky, who broke all the records a year ago. The Hilltoppers. He was at Houston Baptist, and then he had the one year with Western Kentucky and broke Burroughs record and all the records, passing yards, touchdowns in the season. Uh, draft pick by the uh Patriots so Zappi's going to get an opportunity here with the Patriots leading this game against the Packers three nothing just quickly Rich uh, I want to get your thoughts on this game tonight between the Chiefs and the Bucks both coming off their first losses of the season and Tom Brady and the Bucks are not scoring they're averaging only 17 points a game they're 2 and 1 because of their defense and Chiefs didn't look particularly hot either in that loss to the Colts last week. Nope. Where are we with these two teams that faced off in the Super Bowl just two years ago?
6: Well, the Chiefs looked absolutely terrible on special teams, and uh, and the Colts' defense really shined in that one, inconsistent offensively. You saw some of the frustration come out uh, as they were walking off the field at halftime, and the Bucks have been led by their defense. Both of these the offenses on either of these teams have been somewhat underwhelming, uh, have yet to gel, but we were talking about this earlier. It takes weeks for offenses to gel, so I think there's a lot ahead for the Chiefs. And the Bucks, respectively, on that side of the ball, especially with the Bucks getting a little healthier at their skill position player standpoint.
5: I love what Mark Schler has said. You want to know why they're struggling? They don't practice anymore. There's no practice in the NFL anymore. So, yeah, it's going to take a while to get this whole thing together. All right, still plenty of more NFL action. Just keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio.
2: Carol G.
3: Juan Gabriel,
2: Christine Aguilera.
3: What do these three have in common?